Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. With Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. No commute, no leaving the office, no squeezing in an appointment during your lunch hour. And most importantly, no judgments. To match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com forward slash zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this amazing show. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. All of my business belongs to me. Somebody say church. Mind your business. Mind your business. Tell your friends. Mind your business. <laughs> Tell the co-workers tomorrow. Mind your business. Think she can sing. Somebody needs to use that. <laughs> Get his girl a, a single seal of song. She can sing, though. I'm that telling voice. You, she can sing. And I'm so glad that you all are moved with such emotion <laughs> because it is directly the point that I'm making with this intro clip this week. There is something quite magical about the way that black people and people of color in general will say have the ability and the gift to translate, um, you know, just just fundamental principles into song. And convey them with such joy. That was a young sister, okay? A young sister that was moved to song with the sheer joy of knowing the truth of happiness, which essentially is minding your business. Amen. Now, obviously, that's the omnipresent lesson of it all, right? Mind your business is blissful, so much so that it may even cause you to be moved to song like that young lady was. But the ad-libs were the real star of that show. She was saying things in the background and offering up circumstances and instances where people are available to mind their business. And the one that really stuck with me, okay, was when she said to your coworkers tomorrow. That's what she said. Mm. So catching that gem, all right, and seeing the beauty of the power of having a moment where you can offer a suggestion of how to be more peaceable to your coworkers tomorrow, not to your coworkers in general, 
not to your coworkers this month, to your coworkers tomorrow. So this is an immediate gratification. Mm. Okay. I was moved. We're moved. So let's move to use that hashtag to your coworkers tomorrow and let whoever you work with know what you need from them so that you can be at peace enough to mind your business. <laughs> the hashtag is to your coworkers tomorrow. And with that being said, and most importantly understood, there's just a few QTNAs oh, that I have. QTNA. That's right. We're going to turn the card QTNA. this week and do something a little bit different. Yeah. I just have a few QTNAs. QTNA. Sorry. Which are questions that need answers and also questions that niggas are asking. Okay. Uh-oh. Mm. The questions this week. Will old McDonald. Old Mike Donald, a.k.a. Ashley from Bravo's Real Housewives of Potomac's husband, Michael Darby, use his life alert button to call for help after a senior assisted ass whipping from Ray Huger, which has caused him to have, in fact, fallen and can't get up. Will we ever experience the guaranteed sheer euphoria that would commence once we learned whether or not Tyreek from Power on Stars was able to locate his black after it was indeed beaten off of him by anyone at this point? (laughs) Anyone. Will A1's mama from VH1's Love and Hip Hop Hollywood require robotic automation solutions to disrobe from her red cat suit. What? Answers to these I'm questions. Not let y'all do this over no bitch. And more <laughs> coming up on this episode of The Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, <laughs> mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? <laughs> hey, friend. Hey, Dustin. How you doing? I'm good. How are your weekends, guys? Good, just trying to be quiet. <laughs> hey, what's going on? <laughs> hey, Asante. Well, That's your name anyway, so it's a natural question. Hey. Mm-hmm. So what did you guys do this weekend? Uh, Let's see. I definitely worked this weekend, and I also had the privilege of going to a really, really cool um, birthday party. Great part of town, you know, um, beautiful building it just was amazing so it felt good to be on a rooftop with views and a room full of people with a lot of different views sweet so it was enriching yeah yeah what about you um i had uh the honor of guesting on the horrible decisions podcast with a good friend of mine dubs so that was what i did this weekend no 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 you know actually that's why i came i was like oh we finna you know talk bullshit yeah but no it was a very serious episode i encourage everybody to go listen you know we talked about some Really, really touching things. Really? Um, yeah, you know, Dubs is uh, someone that's been friends with me. We've been friends for a very long time, and we've discussed in private um, sexual abuse, and she talks about that on the show, and we, oh, we talk wow. about a lot of that. So, yeah, it was actually a really good episode. So Definitely check it out. And yeah. also, shout out to Dubs and her podcast that she yes, has with her Yes, her and Jaleel. They do Youngish Podcasts. It's amazing. I love the cover art for it. I love their connection. And the concept of a yes. mom and son having... Just very natural, everyday conversations. Right. Super cool concept. So yes. definitely check her out. It's called Youngish, and you can find that on iTunes and SoundCloud. Yes. And Let's go, Dubs. She's right? on Twitter as at Dubs, D-U-B-S underscore D-U-H. Right. It's Dubs, like, you know, 420-inch rims. <laughs> dubs, Dubs. Dubs. <laughs> I need Dubs. Remember I Need Dubs by Master P? Which one was that? 
I need go. doves. <laughs> look, look. I need doves. Uh, he just says it yeah. over and over like that. <laughs> yeah, it's about a to great just, song. I feel like I already know how it go, but I feel like I might just be cheating. Um, anyway, how was your weekend, friend? <laughs> My weekend was really good. Um, I'll be in Toronto this week yes. for okay. the wellness. Are you bringing your woes? <laughs> So you can run through the six. I'm dead at that. You um, waiting on the twenty second for that? Okay. <laughs> I'm very very excited. Um, I haven't been there in a minute, so that's gonna be fun. And of course, it's the stop is coming up this weekend, so we were just finalizing all the details and make sure everything was shipped out as far as like the goodies and catering and set, you know, all the logistics. So that was yes. pretty much my whole weekend. So everything is in Canada. Everything is in Canada waiting on me. Can you bring me some Clearly Canadians back? I don't know if it's really from Canada, but it's like a <laughs> bomb. Have you ever had a Clearly Canadian? What is that? It's a the delicious. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, like I thought those clear, were back. They're back. I don't know where they at, though. They say they back. At the bodega, no? I ain't no? seen them yet. Look, heard you bitches was looking for me. Right. And then nothing. Silence, because <laughs> okay. I can't find where they go. So, yeah. I mean, so I you know you're going to be in Canada. So right. that's all I'm saying. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Thank I'll you. I'll hit you on WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So y'all ready to jump into this week's episode? Yeah. With bad news. Bad, yeah, truly. Um, okay, so last week's episode titled Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, we discussed whether what our thoughts were, we shared rather our thoughts on can you be a millionaire or a billionaire without causing further marginalization of the labor force that these companies, these massive companies tend to use in order to turn a bigger profit. The labor force. Right. In capitalist system, you guys know how that goes. So we discussed whether we thought, can you make money without someone suffering? And a lot of you had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante? I want to shout out my girl, Kyla. You know, she wrote in and she said, hey, y'all wanted to respond to what y'all said about Tom's the other day. Oh, yeah. So the I shoes. Want- yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I wanted to tell you guys something about Tom's, the shoe company. The truth is they do give shoes back to other countries and there are plenty of other successful companies that do the same. However, this isn't as awesome as you think. Uh-oh. When you When they go into these countries and give back shoes, it takes away from the local businesses in, the, in those cities. First and foremost, a lot of people in third world countries do own shoes. So when they're receiving free ones, they do what any logical person would do and accept them. What this does is take away for the need for them to buy the shoes at their local store, which in turn lessens the business for said store and greatly damages the local economy. If done enough, it can have a much larger impact, which it often does. Because imagine you live somewhere and they send you free shoes. You know, you just like, I ain't got to buy shoes no more. Right. Um, anyway, um, of course, there's also colonization. Uh, drainage of resources, social and political instability, etc. However, Tom's has recently adjusted this model after it started selling coffee. For each pound sold, it will provide a week's worth of water in certain countries. The coffee will be grown in countries receiving the water, which will employ local agricultural farmers. So this is much better. So yeah, I wanted to shout her out because she informed us on the Tom's and it was like hurtful at some point on some degree and then they tried to find a solution or they're right, implementing one matters, now. So yeah, yeah so... There are people that care and there are viable things out there. But, it, you know, even they still have bump in the road. So who knows what the bump in the road in the future might be. Right. You know, that reminds me of I remember when quinoa started being oh like super popular and it was like the hipster superfood. Right. Quinoa. <laughs> right. Quinoa. Quinoa. Um, quinoa crust. Um, I remember there was a lot of controversy surrounding it because while it was creating an industry, at least the the 
country that I was reading the article about, it was in Bolivia, the people of Bolivia weren't able to eat quinoa because it was so expensive. Mm-hmm. And we were literally wiping them clean of their resources mm. just so that the hipsters in Brooklyn and over here something Hopefully, that looks like boogers. You, <laughs> I love quinoa. I actually stopped eating quinoa, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. It's more like caviar. Hey, and what is that? <laughs> fish butt boogers. Ain't it like fish oh eggs? <laughs> so please, you fish butt, butt boogers. boogers. Not boogers, but fish butt boogers. That <laughs> caviar. Uh, that don't impress me. <laughs> okay. Friend, what did you Thank find? Thank you for keeping it going. <laughs> Newbie and Nick on no, SoundCloud said this week. <laughs> okay, hat you. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I think you're all right. But that won't you keep me sneezing in the middle of the night. Quinoa looks like boogers. Everybody knows oh that. It does not. Baby boogers, the worst kind. <laughs> Theirs are really beige like that. That's why that's why the colors are amazing. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Go on, go on, go on, go on, I'm go on. Nubia Nick on SoundCloud said this week's hot button is something that I'm currently struggling with. I will be entering law school soon. Burr, 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 burr. That's okay. so dope. Okay. And Jurisdiction. One of my main focuses is deciding which type of law I want to practice. Ideally, I'd be a prosecutor because they have the discretion and can choose who and if to sentence someone and for how long. Yes. This is my way of trying to interrupt the prison to pipeline for POC. But the pace sucks. There's also this idea of working for a large firm or corporate entity and raking in the big bucks. And she would do that to redistribute the money back into her community, kind of like Dustin was saying. So her thoughts are, do I sacrifice some of my material desires for my passion or do I appease those desires and contribute to my passions in a way that could circumvent my need to be there in the first place? Like scholarships, community outreach. I haven't quite figured this out, but the universe is definitely talking to me. Love from St. Louis. That's so cool. And I get how that's tricky, you know. And I was thinking a lot about that. We are blessed in a lot of ways, at least for now, because we don't have overhead. You know, we're in the digital space, so we can rake in, quote unquote, big bucks and put them straight into our community without worrying about, you know, factories or even if we do work with marginalized communities, which is our community, um, we don't have to worry so much about like factories and, and goods and services unless we start doing like merch or let's say you put out like hair products, skin right. products, which is not anywhere in my near future. But I do like get excited that we are in a space where we could make a bigger difference financially. Mm-hmm. And I think about that a lot, especially with like once I start having employees, you know, like right now I have an assistant um, that she helps us with our wellness tour. Of course, I pay her extremely well. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I'm thankful that she's able to use my name as leverage mm-hmm. because her goal is to be a tour manager. Like, that's her thing. So to be able to say she's managed, you know, Hey Frankie's wellness tour, I just hope that that helps her get somewhere. It mm-hmm. has to help her somewhere, especially in the wellness community. So, you know, little baby steps. I'm trying to Amen help. To that, Listen, man. the name rings bells. Especially okay. in wellness. Yes. I'm one of the OGs, if not the OG. That's right. And, so, and, but amen to you even wanting to be like a testimony to like what you're doing for who you're work who you have working with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because some people will oh, just look like point. 
But and and people often forget that. I feel like that's why when shit gets into these bigger companies and these bigger realms, that's why it's so easy for people to like go for the cheap shit or whatever. Like they're losing value almost consistently. But and, you and totally removing the dignity from from positions that definitely hold it. Yes. Yeah, because so. they're not thinking about the collective. Yeah, and I think that that's one thing. When I was listening back to the episode, obviously this always happens where I feel like we missed out so many things. I'm like, oh, I wish I would have said this. But the biggest thing is you have the choice. Are you making money for you to get bags or are you making money so that the collective as a whole can get bags? That's the choice. Some people are A and some people are B. And I think as long as you're clear on which one you are, no judgment. You just got to make that clear. And it's very clear that our economy is more so on the side of A. Someone actually linked me to an article um, where it said that the like top CEOs share similar traits as psychopaths because there has to be a level of disconnect that you have to be able to put into place and practice to not be so concerned with everyone's emotions. Is that why that nigga Mr. Robot was the way he was? It, he's actually a perfect example. And you know what's so interesting, what that reminds me of, because I think too much about how everyone's feeling, mm -hmm. I remember when I was, like, I first had a couple of people I was starting to work with and considering, like, bringing them in as part of my team. And my lawyer told me, like, you have to be less involved. You let me talk for you because he was like, you are too emotional. Mm -hmm. I have to be your buffer because you don't know. Like, you have too much heart, and there's no room for heart in business. And I remember being kind of stunned because it was like, I didn't like the way he talked. And this isn't my lawyer now because I know he's listening like, hey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is an old, like my first lawyer that I ever had. And I understood what he was saying. There is an element of like a kind of a wall you have to put up, but it's a tricky wall. It gets very muddy because... Yes, you have to have a business mind and learn how to have clear boundaries and not feel bad and no is a full sentence, you know, little things like that. But for the most part, there were things like I remember there was one girl. She uh, her mom was dying of cancer, so she wasn't as focused. What do you do in a situation like that? You know what I mean? He was they were like, you got to fire her. And I'm thinking, like, imagine her losing her job At in the time, middle of yeah. this. But on a business end, how do you keep someone on the team who is not able to do their job because of personal issues? You kind of have to separate that because at the end of the day, it's a business you're running. You're not her homie. Things like that that come up that kind of put you in a position of heart versus mind. Mm. And I'm not cut out for it because my heart is always going to like... I'm always going to be the one that's like, we'll figure it out. Don't worry if you would take days off where well, I would take the L financially, you know, like situations like that. So it depends on, on what you are comfortable with. And I know that that's going to be a struggle. I shouldn't say a struggle. That's going to be an interesting thing for me to figure out, I should say. As a businesswoman, what is the boundary between shit needs to get done and you're still a human I care for? Mm. Well, I think you've done a great job. Of a but I don't have staff, so it's easy to you know it's easier said than done when it's just me and maybe one or two. But what about if I become, right? You know, when you <laughs> become a CEO, where 
in one point that Asante brought last week that I was like, yes, that's I wish we could have expounded on that. Mm-hmm. When you're so big, you don't you can't micromanage everything. It's impossible. That's why you get a staff. And there's is less likely that people are gonna think like you and feel like you. Like I remember my lawyer, he's the one that actually ended up not working with him. I did not like how he sent emails. Yeah. I just didn't like it. The tone was so cut and dry. And I was like, this doesn't represent me in any way. And everyone around me was like, Fran, you got to get over that shit because he's not going to be emailing people like love and light. Right. <laughs> you know what and, I mean? And even thinking back to last week and tying it to what you're saying now, I'm thinking about working in my restaurant job. Like I, it was me, the server, the regular ass employee. We had managers over us and then they had a manager over all of them. Everyone kind of made decisions differently. It's like it's if I wanted, to, if I was people. calling out and like you know, I was like, "Y'all not gonna be busy tonight. Y'all don't need me." They're like, "All right, yeah, we're gonna cut someone else by." And then some nights I'd have managers. Well, you're on the schedule, so you need to show up. It's like you're being a stickler and an asshole right now. And I get that this is how you run, but if I talk to the manager over your ass, they wouldn't do this. And it was kind of like you know, picking and choosing based on who you know would do what and how they would run their shit. Right, and I think that's the scary part. And you learn that <laughs> with when you. I won't say who the person is just because it's someone I really do want to work with. So I'm right. not going to burn that bridge. But there was a, a big person that you guys probably already know. It's someone I really want to work with. Um, her, Someone from her team had reached out to me about doing some work and they wanted me to do it for free. Yeah. And I remember being stunned because there was a part of me, a part of me that was like, that's whack. That this her company. So I shouldn't have to <laughs> work for free. You know, I'm like that's whack because she's known for how much money she has. So I was like, granted, that's like her personal money. I'm not trying to count nobody's pockets. But my thing is, if you see like a younger black person in your field and you could pay them, and really it's not like my fee is something so crazy that she couldn't afford. But, and then I remember Maya was like, but you know what? She probably don't even know that's happening. Her team's just cutting corners because their job is to spend as minimal amount of money per month and year as possible. She probably has no idea that they even hit you, number one, and no idea that they asked you to work for free. And I hated that I was anxious because I was like, if I say no, it might, like, blacklist me. Yeah, me. and then there was a part <laughs> of me that was like, fuck that. I can't, I'm not going to work for free. That's my personal boundary, and it doesn't matter who you are. And at the end of the day, if you end up not working with me in the future because I said no to working for free... I probably should not want to work with you anyways. No matter who it is. We have a different core value. So, you know, just a lot of different things that came up from last week's episode. And that article about the CEOs needing to kind of be psychopathic. Like, Even on Pose. They was rewarded for get, he was rewarded for getting into the damn fight in the office and shit. Which um, one? Pose, uh, Angel's Man. Well, the married man. Oh, yeah. He was like, they kind of like that sort of thing. And didn't I he get promoted? Stress. Right. Because they viewed like, oh, he don't give a fuck. <laughs> He's got that edge. And I wonder, to be like the top, like think about Jeff Bezos, like even with all those articles coming out, you think he really cares about people's pee breaks <laughs> or Man. the dude that developed a hernia? Like just things to think about. How do you want to run your business? Um, the last thing, I'm actually going to dip into Dustin's Twitter Yeah, streets. come on over here. <laughs> yeah, them Twitter streets. I want to thank um, Black Rage on Twitter said, quoted me and said, this reminded me of last week's episode of The Friend Zone. Amassing massive wealth necessitates the exploitation of others. And then she showed me a quote by Cecil Palmer. 
Um, and it says, if you could press a button, that would give you a great deal of money, but it would cause someone you don't know in a distant part of the world to die, then you would have a good model for how our current economy works. Wow. Damn. <sighs> so, a lot to think about, a lot to consider. Dustin, what'd you find on the Twitter streets? Come on over here. Um, so, <laughs> shout out to Tracy Vroom, Tracy underscore A-G-Y-E-M-A-N-G who tweeted, Dustin, you're so right about playing the long game. A man I dated uh, long distance years ago booked a really nice hotel room for me on my first visit to him and continued to give me my space throughout our courtship. He's now my husband. Hashtag no cap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys killed me with the no cap. Right, so I thought that was a great, great tweet. And, I mean, it just goes to show you play the long game, y'all. I want to give a huge shout out to... Uh, at Late Party Podcast, uh, who tweeted, just thought of looking at Dustin, was on Facebook and got caught up in a notification battle, went to turn off notifications to this post and thought, please respect my privacy at this time <laughs> as I click. That's right. Um, want to give a huge shout out to XD, Xavier Delu, family to the show. Xavier. Who tweeted, hark, with an exclamation point. And accompanied, it, accompanied that with the cover, a picture of the cover of a new novel, um, by Five Star Lit. It says Five Star Lit prevents, presents, excuse me, Five Star Lit presents Pregnant by My Husband's Granddaddy by Quan <laughs> Mills. And oh, he no. tweeted this, the cover of the, of the book as well. So, but can I tell uh, you mm-hmm. how XD does this new thing <laughs> on his Instagram live where he does book reviews? And oh it's hilarious. And it's the best thing ever. Please follow him. That's XD. His um, lives have, on Instagram have been is, really what's hilarious. What's his Instagram? Is it the XD experience? No. I, yeah. Or it either it's Xavier Delu. Let me see. Let's find out what his Well, while you guys XD look is. it up. So he, mind you, he's on his live discussing one of this guy's books. And the guy comes on the live. <laughs> somebody, somebody must have told him and the guy's like hey thanks so much for discussing when I saw that I screamed because you know XD had like the faces he makes and he's uh-huh. like oh welcome welcome XD and, is and a fool will go. I love XD he's one of the funniest people on earth you know me and XD were uh Watching Love Is this weekend via via text. <laughs> it's so funny you mentioned that because his live, his Instagram live, is why I just started trying to catch up on that. I'm on episode I'm three up. now. Yep, yep. He got me into it totally. So I was, and he told me he was like, uh, "Love, what do he say? Love is is for people that love Love Jones." I was like, "I don't know if that's judgmental or not, <laughs> but I'll take, but, it. but I'll take it, and I'm watching it." Yes. So I'll, hopefully we'll start. get to talk about oh. totally. I'm going to have to start it then. His then lives are hilarious. XD is so funny. He is. Effortlessly is funny too because it's like that laid back dry humor. Dry, yes. <laughs> He's like Seinfeld on beat. Has, um, He's got great musical taste. Yes, and he plays music. He plays records as yes. a matter of fact yes, while he he's does. on Instagram And he was live. eating a honey bun in <laughs> <See>? bed. <laughs> it's but just that, good. That's classic XD. <laughs> So his Instagram is Xavier, X-A-V-I-E-R dot Delu, D-L-E-A-U. That's his Instagram. So go follow him. Show him some love on a a one-way street. And tell him, how you doing? (laughs) That's right. Okay. So I also want to give a uh, shout out to at 
KXAN underscore news. That's KAXN. It's an NBC affiliate who tweeted video security camera catches thief breaking it down after breaking into a California business. <laughs> and it's literally a oh, gift of, cam- of security camera footage <laughs> of a guy breakdancing after he goes inside of a, a business that he had broken Whoa. into. Is a thief that caught him breakdancing, and the friend and the saute. Was it that much money? I'm laughing right now, you guys. Yo, I thought that was hilarious. When they catch his ass, I hope he dance in the cell too. Okay. Shit, I hope you dance. <laughs> Shout out to so that song. I hope you dance. Shout out to one of my friends, um, Tony Dunn from Flint. He won't mind me saying his name. <laughs> We used to laugh and sing that song together at work because he used to think that the lady was saying, I hope you did. Like it was a mean song. I hope you did. I hope I like you that. did. <laughs> I hope you did. It was hilarious. Anyway, I love you, Tony Dunn. Um, okay. Also, shout out to Child Support Enthusiast at BT Squared 2. So B-T-S-Q-U-A-R-E-D, the number two who tweeted uh, a link to an article from BabylonB.com that says, Evelation Church debuts water slide baptismal. There's some mega church. <laughs> you ain't seen this? This mega church. Oh my God, church. friend, you haven't seen this? Wait, no. Are you and about to play have, it? I'm you not going to play slide? it because I don't think that'll be entertaining to the listeners, <laughs> the but I'll play it for you later. They have a literal spiral water slide on stage that at this mega church that they use during their baptism. And it leads you straight into the baptism pool? Baby. I mean, it's the most, it's a, the combination of the amusement park industry, Brilliant. water park industry, and, you know, Theology. I just, you know, I think this is just genius. Oh my god! Somebody tweeted me about that, and they said that uh, they played TLC's Waterfalls as you go down. Wow! <laughs> Came through dripping. That's how you go when you get baptized in that. You so they play that when you get to heaven. But can you imagine being in your little robe and you just doing like the little left eye? Don't go, James. The little right shoulder before, dance. Man, oh, I want yeah, them to I'm play "Get me. It Wet" by Twister. Get it away. I'm going to come up out that baptismal pool like, give me some hay and over your body. <laughs> anyway, I want to give a huge <laughs> shout out to Just Denver, Denver, our homeboy, underscore Ooh. Just Denver, who tweeted a biblical scripture when he put, having a no-show sock slide down under your heel while you're mid-walk has to be one of the top five <laughs> most annoying feelings mm. of all time. And I cannot tell you, as a man who has to often wear a no-show sock because sometimes your ankle is the only opportunity you have to be sexy. Wow. So, you know, sometimes you have to be sockless, but not for real because I don't want my feet smelling like I need to rub some of that capari deodorant underneath them. So you get a no-show sock. It's something that's, and like he said, falling under your foot is just nothing like it. It's a very Republican experience. Remember the days, and I shouldn't even say I remember because I'm sure people still do it, where you would fold your sock mm-hmm. to turn it into mm-hmm. a no-show sock. Let, let it begin near laundry day. that big old bunchy foot. Yeah, at the beginning <laughs> of it, up on, across your toes. <laughs> And then when you get old, you got to put a lot of Vaseline up there because you don't want them getting chafed because you're old and your skin is hard and shit now. It's just terrible. All right. Last tweet. I have so many, but there's a... Okay, so there's two more. Oh, my gosh. Actually, three more, but the second one is really quick. So the first one is um, at JMN 
I-P-P-Y, J.M. Nippy. And their avatar is a picture of Whitney Houston wearing them sunglasses looking down when she was doing that interview. But they tweeted, Happy Independence Day, Jamaica, with about 13 Jamaican flag emojis. And then they attached a video, and it says, Here's Sister Nancy performing Bomb Bomb with a cigarette and a bottle of alcohol in her hand. A whole mood. (laughs) And it literally is. If y'all know that song by Sister Nancy, which we all do, Mm -hmm. the fact that she's performing this holding a bottle of liquor with a cigarette, it is a whole mood. And it really struck a chord with me um, internally and I do ask that you respect my privacy at this time. <laughs> Speaking of that, um, Lord 8th at Licky Browning tweeted, broke my pinky and attached a picture for reference, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but she tweeted, broke my pinky nail at work today and I just need my coworkers to please respect my privacy at this time. <laughs> Last tweet, Daily Miguel, six years ago. This was one day ago, so it'll be two days ago by the time y'all hear this. And if you don't listen on the release day, however many days ago it needs to be at that time, you can do the math. But they tweeted six years ago today, Miguel released Adorn, the lead single from his second album, Kaleidoscope. Can you believe Adorn is in the first grade? It's amazing, right? six years ago. Yeah. Think about where you were. Think about when it came out. I had never heard a song that sounded like Adorn. Well, actually, that's not true because I used to think it sounded like a combo of like um, All I Ask of You by Raphael Sadiq and oh, like Sexual Healing oh by Marvin Gaye. But anyway, Adorn was a beautiful, beautiful song. Oh my God, song, that was such a record. Such a moment, Oof. such a everybody. The way people loved Booed Up at first, that's how people still love Adorn and loved it. And we never got tired of it. So it was just such a great song. I wanted to give it a shout out. And that's all I found chic. in these streets. Oh my God. That, that three track EP. Mm-hmm. Don't Give me stuff. Oh yeah, art dealer sheet. I'm I'm waiting for Miguel to drop a new project. And the Kiss It Better cover that we never gonna get. That's how in vogue of you, Miguel. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. Never gonna I can't get talk it. about his ass because I remember when I wanted Overload to be more than interlude and he made it a full song. So I'll forgive him. Well, can you tell him to do Kiss It Better <laughs> cover, please? Since you got the, he asked, the Did y'all hear the new song he dropped? Yes. Going up. Them Rufus vibes with that guitar, (laughs) that 70s Rufus vibes. He's gotten way more hippie, you know. Yes, he has. I'm excited. I don't know what that means for this new project, but I'm here for it. Nigga be barefoot all the time. And his tour is called the Ascension Tour. I mean, (laughs) did you see that? I was like, all right, Miguel. All right, Miguel. The Ascension Tour, the Activation Tour, I'm just saying. Alignment. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> with that being said, and most importantly, under sticky sticky stood <laughs> mm-hmm. this week's episode. So I have this little story, and then we can jump into my question. Oh no, wait! You know I had another auntie question. Oh yes. <laughs> before we get into that, before I forget. Okay, so here's another slang. Mm-hmm. When the youngins be like, <laughs> <laughs> "Auntie's," I don't even want to hold you. Oh, I love that. I like that one. <laughs> But that to me is so confusing because I'll look at it in context and sometimes it doesn't make Yo, I ain't any... even trying to hold you up, but that's what it means. Is it just like dead ass? Kind of? Yeah. Like I'm not even about to play with you. Right. I'm not even like, or like finna no bullshit. Lie. Yeah, no lie. Right. True story. Yep, same vein. Yeah. That one kills me though, because it'll be one. like like my little cousin <laughs> will be like, I'm not even gonna hold you and she'll be like, But these shoes, blah blah blah. And I'm like, girl, that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> You could have just said the shoes was cute. 
they, but they're not even trying to hold you. you She's not trying to hold me. Just wanted to let you know. And I was watching one of my favorite shows because y'all know I'm a sneakerhead. Complex has a show called Sneaker Shopping. Really? And they have it's so good. You have to see it. They have like Chris Rock, Mm -hmm. and they just have him in a sneaker shop, just telling stories about like sneakers, whatever. It's you know, but they had YBN Namir. (laughs) <laughs> and I just think he's so adorable. You are so with I love friend. them. You know, mm-hmm. they he's trashy so adorable. as fuck. I he's, love them. And they had him on the show, and he kept saying, "I ain't even." What he kept saying, "No, ca- the no cap." But he yep. was like, "I ain't even gonna cap." Like literally, every other sentence is, "I ain't even gonna cap," and I felt seen. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I was like, I get you now, little boy. So, you know, this auntie segment's going to be helpful. It keeps you fresh. Too. Keep me fresh. You know? Keep me sharp. You know, Ooh. keep me in the know for Not the culture. Not sitting at home in a robe, eating a sweet roll, <laughs> reading the paper. Like, no. <laughs> We're learning slang. I ain't even going to hold you. Be careful. watching sneakers. Be careful with cap, because I heard it also means, like, top, like... What? Like, what? Like... <laughs> what you mean? Like getting head. Yeah. <gasps> So be careful with cap. No cap. Yeah, no cap. <laughs> Literally. Frank, I don't want to hear no more about that no cap. You hear me? I don't want to hear another word. I S- somebody told you. me there was I heard y'all yeah. talking about that on your show and I was thinking about how it means this too. And I was like, oh. Who told you that? So, uh, a listener of the show. A Can you listener. give me a demo here? What you mean a demo? Like oh, a, like yeah, huh? oh no, they were like so yeah. When y'all was talking about that at first, no, I no, thought no, was like a demographic. Like, tell me about the person, their behaviors, because this could their be a slang. It saying. could be a slang specific to a, a, a community, community. <laughs> and, 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 and it is okay. So, they, is. so now we get now we get to the need. Let's get let's cut to the root, and, not the root, and, the root. And it's funny because because when they said it, I was like, so this must be geographical. Because when I when I heard where they was from when mm-hmm. they said that, but they they're from the south and they told me it's a black gay person. Oh, well, and so see, when they told me, go, was, see, they from the south and they were talking clear. about. They were like, yeah, when y'all said cap, I was thinking about how I was like, I- I'm not giving my boyfriend no cap no more. And I was like, wait. I ain't never heard that. What? And then he said cap, top. Like, and I'm like, oh, because, you know, we used to say Top, mind. I know, but But cap, so, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so when I heard cap as a top, I was like, oh, okay. So I, just got, I have to be mindful of when I use yeah, it. Yeah, m- multiple slang things. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for that. Because had you not asked that, I would have not learned that. Because I was like, I have never... Like you had just put me on a no cap, and so then I found out the new. But the other thing cap. is, the youngins that were responding the to yes me, cap. <laughs> the yes, please. And cap. there's a comedy, a comedy show on Netflix or special, I should say. It's called uh-huh. Elder Millennial. Have you seen it? I yes. thought that was so she funny. She looks funny. The girl is funny. I died. I, I watched watch. it today on the treadmill, and she had me crying about like. Uh, being a 35 year old and just like how you're an elder millennial and she was like gather around children yeah, yeah when I see she was like gather around the snapchat phone and what did she say something <laughs> she's funny it was really funny but the elder millennial I was like I'm stealing that that's funny as hell but the kids were hitting me up and were, and I the swear kids. I got like 15 different def- definitions for no cap. I was yeah. like, y'all need to agree as a collective what this means. See, that's why Urban Dictionary gets to vote up and vote down. Right. <laughs> and I it love happens that we a lot. To it. I remember when I moved to New York, I had trouble with the word tight because being from Michigan, oh. tight meant things were good. Something was fresh that you had oh, on. That's you know so what I'm saying? Yeah, that is so tight. Did you see them shoes was tight? Like, you know, that's what tight meant. Are like, oh, I'm tight. You all good. You all set. When I moved to New York, everybody would say they tight. Like, yo, what's up with you, man? Yo, I'm tight, son. Y'all mad tight. I'd be like, oh, that's what's up. They'd be like, what? Like, you <laughs> yo, know, so yeah, it was a right. bit of a, a difference. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to have an episode on just slang. Yes. I remember in the South when they used to say tighten up in school. They used to be like, yo, you need to tighten up, little buddy. And City girls said it too. Y'all hoes need to tighten up. up. That's Bitch, why. Don't I, make me put my that's why I had such a, a special band. connection with the name of that song. I was like, the first song off of this is tighten up. It takes tighten me back to up. school already. I love it. Yes. Free JT. All right, Free so JT. For this episode. Yes, this one here. So. I was telling the guys a story, and obviously I'll tell it again to the listeners. So mm-hmm. y'all know that I have been saying that I'm open to dating again. Yes. I'm very excited about Sing it because I'm older again. now. I'm in a better headspace. I'm in a clearer headspace, so I'm excited for what that means. Long story short, you know when someone likes like 20 of your pictures on Instagram, so when you go to check in, you see your entire feed When is they're letting this you person. know that they're noticing you and that they want to be noticed too, so exactly. you're going to see all these likes and get this look at my profile It's at a some digital point. flirtation, and I know and I, I get the game. Game is the game. Okay. But, you know, obviously when it's that much, I don't know about you guys, but it tends to make me click on it because I'm just like, who are you and why are you, like, sitting on my Instagram? So I clicked it. Latoya, what are you doing here? Right. <laughs> Um, and he ended up being beautiful. I showed the guys. They agreed. He's really, really handsome. He's a musician, which y'all know is my weakness. Mm-hmm. I'm like Bart Simpson. I had to write it on the chalkboard. <laughs> I will not date a musician. <laughs> Repeat it again. I've been trying Ooh. not to, but I like what I like. Um, yeah, I mean, it just is what it is. Sing no cat. The song, Look, as long as, it, okay. as long as we'll end up on love and hip hop. I ain't know. even going to hold you. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> so He's, like, super handsome. I love that in his bio... I don't want to give too much because y'all probably going to find him, but... Right, right. <laughs> in his Point bio, is. the first word was God. Things like that. Like, now that I'm older, someone being handsome isn't enough. Now I'm looking at, like, their lifestyle, their moral values, you know, even who their mom is. Not so much, like, status, but just their relationship, their dad, mm. their friends, who do they hang around. Like, there are a lot of things that I take notice of so jokingly me and Maya shout out to shameless Maya being who we are we just sat and started looking through all his social media because it was like he was like shoot your shot fine you know like he clearly set the first basket and then it was just like hmm I don't really do the like internet thing I I like meeting people right exactly I like meeting people you know, we talked about this before. I like having moments with people where, like, Absolutely. you meet somewhere or you do that little staring game. Finally, someone approaches. That I like that. I like energy. I like mm. to know off bat if there's chemistry. I don't want to see a picture of you and then meet you and maybe your voice doesn't hit. You know, like, mm. there's always something. Like he did Nuri when he met her. But we'll get there. We're <laughs> we ain't there yet. yet. Um, long story short, we go on this dude's pictures and... I was like, he had like the paragraph of hashtags <laughs> and he had like his name and all the captions. And I was just like, he's, I don't know why that turned me off. And then it became a joke where me and Maya were like, how weird is that? That now social media is another level of how you, um, what's the word I'm looking gauge for? How you gauge, how you measure a person. Mm-hmm. Like before, if you meet someone on the street, Low key, you don't even know if they can read or write. That's right. <laughs> All you know Look at is. Kaya. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I see what you're saying. Go ahead, Ooh. friend. You don't know anything. You don't know their relationship to anything. You don't know their thoughts. But now all of that is 
within a button, within a login, within a social media platform, you can know how they feel about everything. Not everything, because obviously social media is a very small percentage of your personality. But whatever they've chosen to share. Whatever they've chosen to express and whatever that looks like. So it got me thinking... Have you guys ever met someone, maybe in person, or even just saw a picture of them and were like, whoa. And then you look on social media and something. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Whether it was a tweet or just how they move online, Mm -hmm. something that made you, their digital presence made you Mm. completely overwrite (laughs) your physical interest in real life. Has that ever happened to you? You, you want to go first all the, or what? I mean, all the time, just in a very small, shallow sense. Like, you know, the gay community is very small, so it's like... Um, it's so funny. Somebody tweeted, I think, earlier today or yesterday. It was like, uh, Twitter 101, don't take flirting online seriously. But when I see that you're really popular and you flirt with everybody anyway, I just be like, oh, okay. Like, and I, and I get... another one, too. And, and, you know, I get that this is the grounds to really just, you know, put out and display whatever you're doing. <laughs> to and, put out. <laughs> And said Instagram is the grounds to put out, y'all. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, people I'm use their dead. social media as grounds to to put out. Okay, like like period, <laughs> period. Okay, no cap. I ain't even gonna hold you, <laughs> but people get online so they can get off. And oh, okay, <laughs> they do sometimes. I mean, and when I see people just consistently flirting and stuff, it's cool, and that just might mean that they got a flirty personality, and that just translates via their Twitter. But then for me, I'd be like, all right, well. I, w- that might be another thing, though. Like, what if you are this flirty online, but then you're not even this flirty or you're not even this type of social person in person? Stuff like that. And that happens. That does happen. We've seen it happen. M- multiple times. <laughs> that so, happens. And yeah. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to let you finish. No, go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. Let you finish. Go ahead, because there's, there's a lot of levels. And that's why I said I feel like on a shallow sense, like, because, you know, when you look at social media, some people use it as an outlet. It might not even be connected to who they are, or what they are, or what they're doing. And that voice translates in a, a level of ways. So it's kind of like different to really decipher people online. So I just kind of use it as like a stepping stone for an experience, not necessarily, you know, let me see what type of person this is based on their social media. But there are a lot of things that instantly tell me like, mm, I don't know if I'm like this. But give us an ex- I mean, obviously, you're not going to well, say I said, who. I said, like, flirting. like Just the flirting? Yeah, like, if well, it, the type of flirting. Like, you, but you be like, flirting. And that's what I said. It depends <laughs> on, like, the type of flirting. So, like, right. dep- like you know, I'll be trying to shoot my shot at motherfucking... That's what I'm like. I've seen you flirt. <laughs> look, look, I, I shoot my shot on the webs. Now, I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, because, like I said, it's the place to, you know, get online and get off. If Tyler, the creator, decides he want to leave his white husband one day, Ooh. come get me, you know. Just come get but me. But you think there's certain types of flirtations that are acceptable? To you. Like, if you putting up a picture, there are some people that really just like how they look or they have journeys that get them to wherever. But if you put a picture of yourself like every day and you're like, good morning, it's fine. But if you're doing it like every day and then you got your ass out or you supplement <laughs> it with like other shit, it's kind of like, all right, you're doing a lot. And maybe you just like how you look a lot. But mm-hmm. I don't want to see all of this all the time. <laughs> like, just for me personally. And, and this might be how you use your social media. So I just don't want to engage. Right. And for me, it's like, if I don't want to engage with you like this, then I don't want to really engage with you in person because then I'm going to have to deal with, you know, obviously it's going to be like, oh, you should follow me or whatever like that or whatever that conversation might even turn into. I don't even want to be dealing with thinking about that too. You know, there was a time where I, and then I want you to go into your story. There was a time <laughs> there was someone that I really liked and he, and this, he doesn't do this anymore. This is a long time ago, but you ever follow someone that would take a screenshot of 
all the people who've liked his pictures and post it as an Instagram post and then be like, thank you for the love. For the love. Oh my God. Can, <laughs> Do you remember? Like, and I remember thinking, I can't date you. <laughs> can I tell you one more thing? That's so just one more small dumb. thing. I know it sounds dumb, but this is why I wanted to have this combo because this is just true. There's little things like that that make me be like, I don't know. Friend, when you have your credits in your thing, like when you put like, and not even just the credits, but like when you have like your credits and sometimes the time or whatever you're like published in 2011 best selling whatever, and it's kind of like okay, like you you published or whatever. But if you like list all of your companies and only that, and you're not about your business, like you're not even a business person, like it's like you're literally doing this to say that you're somebody you want to be a personality, and it's like that's not how you do it. Or like that's chasing Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> chasing Instagram. <laughs> Life is truly what you make it. Gotta Life is truly what, what you make it. Gotta learn how to embrace it. Gotta learn how to. Dustin. Okay, so so my opinion is a little bit different, mm-hmm. Asante, because <laughs> Go ahead. I don't think there's anything wrong with being flirtatious on the internet. Mm-hmm. Because if my attention is not directly yours, it's no different than what would happen in my real life, right? If I'm not, if we are, if I'm not in a committed relationship with you. But we do have a flirtatious, you know, interaction with one another or that's the, our rapport with one another. You know, in real life, you're not looking at me all the time. So I would assume the same thing on social media if I'm not alerting you with an at or a mention, you know, what you're looking at. And so why are you looking time, at my correspondence? Mind your business. You know, at this time, I'm going to need to do what? Mind my Respect my privacy. my privacy at this time. Now, that being said, I do know that it's not my place to, like, judge anybody else's interactions. So I'm cool with all of that. And for me, I think I think that just speaking for me, social media is a direct extension of who I am in real life. That's mm-hmm. how I've always, that's what I've always understood it to be. And so I find it so bizarre when people are not. We have been around people and we know people, mutual acquaintances who... <laughs> are like online they talk about like their dating life and their sex life and you know this person tried to talk to me and that person tried to talk to me and then when we see them in public or when we're amongst each other's company in each other's company they are literally just silence dead goose bump on a log rat pissing on cotton i mean tumbleweed rolling through your eardrums (laughs) silent radio silence like, and it's like, where is, I mean, like Tiana said, I know her album wasn't oh 15 God. minutes long, just, but the title still is Keep That Same Energy. So, like, that's one of the realest things I've ever heard in my life because they don't. And there's nothing more disappointing than assuming that, you know, something is going to be one way. And then when it gets in front of your face, it's a totally different story. It also is unfair this to me. Said rat pissing because on you. How am I supposed to get my life together? <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to respect I mean, your quiet, okay? I've been trying to come up with Talk about morgue drawer quiet, like quiet. So, like, so I feel like, you know what I'm saying? It's just not fair. I feel like it's unfair because. <laughs> You would not have gotten that far in conversation with me or in access to me or in engagement with me in person. You only got that far online because you were able to 
let me let me dial back a little bit. People feel comfortable to take risks or take chances on in communication online. True. A lot more comfortable than they do in person. Mm-hmm. Um they have time to create um and 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 almost curate a response of sorts or something to people, right? They can totally design whatever they want to say and how they want to say it. So once you do that, you can like watch the way that I move and the things that I do and say and kind of taper your response or whatever you say to me to that. You can think that you're saying something appealing to my personality based on the fact that you've been watching what I tweet. Kind of like if you're in like a club or at a bar and you watch somebody from across the room mm-hmm. before you make your move. So I'm cool with all that. Right. I get it. For me, it's when... You know, the carpet don't match the drapes. Like, the person is just (laughs) totally different from their online personality. And it's not fair because, like, how dare you waste my time like that? I was expecting one thing and not getting that. Now, if you want to go to the superficial level, which is where the real fun is, thank God for Instagram introducing video. Uh oh! I cannot tell you how many times we have been fooled, hoodwinked, <laughs> and bamboozled by a good angle, good lighting, you know, a filter or two. Oh, so you think that's where the truth lies? You know, yeah. Before they got that sandpaper fingertip emoji that everybody uses on their face to make everybody look suede and brushed. <laughs> you know what I'm to saying? Face tune. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, people were able to, you know, kind of hold their face a certain way or whatever to make them more attractive. You know, chin down. I squinted you know what I mean I have a model friend who told me and this is a well never mind I'm not going to share that secret (laughs) I'll tell y'all later but there's ways you know what I mean but now that you have video capability the truth is always told because you can see mannerisms you can see posture you can see voice voice, Mm -hmm. you know tone of voice all those things to get a more accurate gauge on whether or not you'll be attracted to this person and want to even talk to them true because I tried to see if there was video but he didn't have any video but so okay so you're saying red (laughs) flag can I say something else yes please that is the biggest problem though with me not liking how people flirt online though. What is? People not matching up because mm-hmm. I sometimes see people flirt all the time online and I'd be like, you're not even, and not to say you're not like this in person, but a lot of those people, like a lot of people aren't like you because you are like well-rounded in all of your social media. Everything that you do makes sense. And Thank you, Asante. Me, I am not consistent. <laughs> I don't really, you know, I'd I be trying to fake be like, I don't know how to use this. Like, I just don't want to really be interested in it, but I have to be for whatever reason. Anyway, but I notice sometimes people will be like extra flirty on the timeline and I'll be like, okay, so they're social, cool. But then they not like, like, you know, it's like a door that, and the door just be closed when you're talking to them or you meet them or something. It's like, and it's not that, it's not to me personally, they'd be trying to flirt with, but I'd be like, I see you in social spaces and now you are around these people and you're not like this. Like, it's not like the same. And I that's why I be that. thinking, like, I see people flirt online. I just be like, but are you this? Like, so, because me, I'm social. Like, when I have to go out, I like to have fun. I like to smile. I like to laugh. I like to listen to music. I like to make other people laugh. But if I see that you're not social and I've seen you be social all of this time and I'm seeing you just are, eh, then I'm just underwhelmed. And now I'm like, catfished emotionally because First then I of all, saw I know who you talking about <laughs> I don't think you do oh I definitely do oh. and I'm laughing right now. well because there are there are like a couple of different people that I've seen that are like this and it's been like through the years too so it's like mm-hmm. I get that social media like it's supposed to be like a place for you to 
put on certain characters or do certain things. So if I see you just being extra flirtatious or extra, like, or extra, extra read all about it, like in any sort of way, just be kind of like, all right, so all these pictures are like attention, like, like other people's attention, like not my. <laughs> then you... like I mind my own business, right? Mm-hmm. But, like it is a fundamental principle of my life and my existence in general. Right. Mind yours. And I see people engaging in that very behavior that Asante is talking about being flirtatious. Like I said, talking about sexual acts and sexual prowess and all these things that they have seen and they understand to be desirable to certain people. Mm -hmm. And so they do it, I guess, to try to get people to engage with them like that. But I literally have sat next to them at dinner tables and been like, this can't be like somebody lied to me. You know what I'm saying? I know somebody lied. All I can think is like, I know you lying. And and then, so to see those people, I ain't even going to hold you. I ain't going to hold you. Like you fugazi. But like to see people, you know what I mean? Do that and engage with other people like that. You, you have a first instinct to want to jump in and be like, it's all a big fat lie, but you can't because it's none of your business. So I sit back. And just let it happen. But the other thing too, <laughs> like tame and <Paula. laughs> And let me know if y'all have experienced this, or if y'all feel this way. Maybe you don't, because I know Dustin's like, I don't even care about none of that. But I think what the thing is, like, even him liking twenty of my pictures, it's mm-hmm. this feeling of like that might just be his mode of operation. You know what I mean? And and I never want to feel like someone is just throwing worms in the water and seeing right. what fish bites. He do that to every. I understand. That, you know, though. and and I and obviously that's just the world. Like you can't spend your life worrying about like who else is he sending because then you're gonna go crazy. But that but might I be his, his tactic to flirt. A digital flirtation. That's what I'm saying, and it worked because I was all up in shit. Me and Maya on the phone, like looking through his pictures. It absolutely. <laughs> he, if he knew worked. that, he I would know be so... he would. He, would, he has no idea, but um. And then here's the other thing. Someone slid into my DMs once. We were cool online. I don't know them in real life. Just know, you know how you, there are people you've been knowing for like yeah, since 2009. Yeah. Like y'all are yeah. like practically friends. So this person out of nowhere decides, you know, you take it a second base, you slide in the DMs. That's right. <laughs> so they sent me a playlist and I liked that. I was like, okay, this is a different approach. They were like, this pl- I made this playlist with how like you make me feel. These are the thong. The thong. You hear me? The thongs. The thong. <laughs> These no, are the now songs. you have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> These are the songs that like feel like you. Let me know if I'm right. And I was like, stop. Like that took me down. So I'm listening to the playlist. And my face all like cheesed out because I love people that are attentive to detail. It was definitely music that I would listen to. And I was like, okay, this person is in sync. They've been paying attention. There's nothing like someone that is attentive to detail. Cut to a couple weeks later. You know how now when you like things, it comes up on people's feeds. Mm -hmm. They were liking someone saying that they were so in love with a playlist. (laughs) And I literally laughed for like 20 minutes. I was like, oh, hell. So that's your thing, huh? So that's your mode of operation. You went to to (laughs) your playlist on SoundCloud and saw I had 300 listens. That's why that nigga on, on the yeah, playlist quote unquote you heard. playlist and they have 400 followers. <laughs> right. 400 other girls looking like, 
Who is this Who else got this link? <laughs> right. And all y'all gonna be at the funeral crying and looking at each other like, who is this bitch? Why is this bitch crying so hard sitting over here? Have you, you, know? ever, have you ever experienced that where it's like, oh shit. Asante's down. <laughs> you, you've had me since <laughs> rat pissing on the guy. <laughs> you still over there. Okay. But um, have I experienced that? Yes, very much so. Because I have a lot of friends that do some of the same type of work that I do. Mm -hmm. Like me and my best friend, Gary. You know what I mean? People who, you know, don't, I guess they just think we don't talk. I guess they think oh, we just say we're best friends and post thing. pictures or whatever. That's another thing. And, oh, we sit back. I mean, we laugh from our taint. <laughs> we laugh from our belly all the way through the the line between our, you know, a line I'm talking about. <laughs> it's a deep rooted laugh, I should say, mm. that we share because it's so funny that people would even have the gall. And that's that. another thing too, because clearly I'm surrounded by so many beautiful women. Absolutely, I'm, like my friends are all beautiful. And so it's always funny, like, especially like me <laughs> I and Maya. About her friends. I was like, yes. They're yeah. right. They're <laughs> all really I started me, to think about a few of them. Maya, Shannon, like, they're all yes. like Crystal, so Jade, nice. Kia. Yes. Like, think about the women around me, Cheska Lee. Yes. So it's funny who will kind of just like jump in, shoot their shot at all of us on the same week. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, you couldn't even space it out. Hit me in the fall. How dumb can you be? Like, I mean, you think we don't talk, and it's. But I understand it's the game. It's the game. I'm gonna be on somebody's why. roster. It's, it's going. You know what it reminds me? Of? Remember that toy when you were little? The octopus. You'd slam it on the wall. And it stick. <laughs> and it, yeah. And it would and it just, just stick. It just feels like they're just throwing that shit yeah. on in the DMs and seeing which one sticks. Grasping at straws. And oh, I think poor baby. I never. And this is the part. And it might be immature but I'm just gonna be honest I never wanna be with someone corny like that what's wrong with that because nothing see how you had to stop yourself <laughs> there's nothing wrong with you having a, a preference you know of, could of... you imagine falling with someone and then you realize like he has sent the same message <laughs> you thinking oh god that makes, that gives me the heebie-jeebie that goes back to that point that. of like being comfortable in the digital space more comfortable than you would be in real life this key here mm. goes more free game mm. I don't know why I keep telling mm. all these secrets put us on but the key to success in like the digital space when you when you are approaching someone I guess this is like a remedial game so I don't feel uncomfortable <laughs> saying, I don't feel like I'm betraying myself right. and my hard work you know what I'm saying <laughs> to get to the key but anyway um, like the whole point of the, the key to success rather of, of like flirting in the digital space is being exactly the way you would be in real life right there's no cute text that you can send there's no formula here you have to have a legitimate connection with someone based on something something in common some 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 similarity like the playlist you got that would have totally gone past me really yeah that wouldn't like even the, have hit no first of all it's too many it's too many feelings <laughs> yeah he looks at me like no <laughs> no i ain't even gonna hold it's too it. many feelings you don't even know me like that you know what i mean maybe after right. i have been flirting with or engaging with somebody you know for a couple of weeks and then they brought something like that to me even then it would low-key get on my nerves just because that's the kind of guy i am <laughs> right but like I would be able, to, I would be more receptive of it. I would not just be repulsed like I would be if it was from somebody I didn't know. Right. Send me on motherfucking play. What you didn't set on the on the computer, clicking your mouse and chewing oh gum, talking about, mm, I'm saying, uh -huh, and, it, mm, and reading lyrics and shit. Man, get the fuck out of Meanwhile, here. Meanwhile, I was like, oh my God. No, those are the kind of oh, people I like who. This oh, I ain't even heard this one before. 
<laughs> that's another thing too that's interesting is what would stick for you would, like what I feel like I would hit it you know so what fast. I feel would work for Dustin if somebody like um, made fun of you and it was funny enough you might pay attention to him the I dirty mean, dozens because Dustin likes the dirty dozens maybe but they would have to definitely be like physically attractive right in my eye for and me to funny. be like for me to think it was funny right <laughs> no I'm just playing it so <laughs> superficial <laughs> but no I, what, what works for me what has worked for me because I didn't fuck with a few people I met online but like um, I don't again just authenticity for me is everything because I know that's what I'm gonna bring to the table okay mm-hmm. I bring me like my girls on star said okay so I like all of that I'm not attracted to any of that bullshit that people have to offer online when it comes to like trying to say something witty or commenting on xyz like none of that works you know what i mean just be authentically yourself if you see fit but how can they be authentic online like when i when i i wish that we could invite some people in here for them (laughs) to give a testimonial (laughs) hell yeah because i i will literally get my all i can say fellas and some of you ladies you know, and this is for people all across the U.S., some parts of Canada, wherever. I think that you need to just, the key to, to making it happen is getting your point across. Mm. So what's your so point? Pitch. What is your point when you're flirting? Mm. Do you want the person to know that you're physically attracted to them? If so, what can you say that will get that, that will drive that point home? Do you want the person to know that you like a specific physical feature about them? What can you say that will literally drive that point home that your intentions are clear? This is not a a gray, I was about to say a gay area. (laughs) 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 Oh, I wish I could tell y'all this story. I wish I could tell y'all this story, but all I got to say is shout out to my boy Levant, Sir Isaac 88 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Give him some love. And that's his name on IG too. Tell him Dustin sent y'all. That's, I love that nigga. That's my homeboy. Tell him I said hi. But the, he, we have a story I'm going to tell you later. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. Anyway. I'm scared. But you just need to be direct. Right. Okay. And, and, and in being direct, you can't do it in a way that'll make someone uncomfortable or alarm them or make them feel, you know, like, anything less than comfortable that's the best way that i can tell people to successfully flirt online if somebody came like to you friend I just don't do the if a guy thing. sent you a message friend that said you know how you doing not even how you doing it the message would say my name is frank um i've been watching your page for about six months now and Damn. and <laughs> i just could not let today go by without telling you that I really think you have a beautiful smile. I live in New York and I would love to meet up for coffee sometime if you're open to that. You know, feel free to check my page if you want to. I have nothing to hide. Like, I'm just kind of seeing what's up and where we can go with this. You would respond. No, but listen, someone did hit me with something like that and he was beautiful. Turns out Jade knows him. Oh. And she told me that well, I won't say too many details because it, it might be some of the people know. But she basically said something about like him stealing shit from her job. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, but that but, I was like, I can't. But like, you know I, what? I just Shout can't. out to the homie. Shout out to Jay <laughs> for holding it down the way she was supposed to. Oh. And that was a fringe bonus benefit <laughs> of y'all being friends, but it does not take away from 
him having a successful approach. That's why it was disappointing for you to find that out. Chill, and it was like you know, it was honest and. But I think that's why I just don't do the digital space. Even Maya, she went because she's uh, she's gonna make a whole video about it. Mm -hmm. She's kind of doing an experiment. Uh, You hear me? I couldn't even get it out. An experiment. (laughs) An experiment. 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 That means smell good. (laughs) Experiment. (laughs) <laughs> where she's been like trying to put herself out there and date you know and and using like the digital space to do that and I was crying laughing hearing her all her stories because she said there was one date she went on and the dude was so like I guess intimidated because Maya's so beautiful yes she is and he was like intimidated and she said he was like pulling out memes and uh-uh. like in real life no. Uh, no. And then, and then she said at one point he taps the table next to them. You remember that thing that went around where it was like, "Is the dress blue or gold?" Yes, the striped dress. He pulled that no. out, and no. then, and then her and and she was just like, "Fuck it!" Like I'll just give in to this bullshit. So she told him the color she thought it was. Then he taps the table next to them and brings them into the conversation of what so. color they thought the dress. And I was like, "Yo, I can't like." I can't. There's no way you bringing gifts and memes into our day. He was literally. So was he trying to? Well, I guess we'll never know. I don't know, know what he was trying. Maybe to he was trying to like find a way to to start conversation. I guess. But how but awkward that's and ridiculous! Awkward that yeah. you don't have enough of an archive. Was of he like, even looking her in the eye? That was another thing she said that he told her. That she was making him feel anxious because she was giving him so much direct eye contact. Man, and I'm get like, your pussy what? ass. Yeah. How did you know like, that, Dustin? On. That that was an issue. Be. I mean, first rule it. I need to stop telling these. Like the fact that you knew you that. You have is to look. I mean, if you're it, first of all, you should want. You should have the desire to look them in right. the eye. That's right. why you're there. It's a date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like even if she's too beautiful like, for like what get the out of are here you doing? what are you doing but for how him, weak but for him to tell he told her you are looking at me too much and she was like well What's where it? am I supposed to look like we're out of date like it's Fran. you're across from me at the table and then he literally told her could she like look to the side I was like so what you talk to him from the side I would have <laughs> real talk I would have no, <laughs> He's one of us. What? what? Nigga, no. I know. Oh. She's going to do a whole series Ooh. on this. Because it is just... <laughs> and so it's. I've been living through her vicariously because me and her are like... Except that she's hyper and I'm laid back. But for the most part, our like core values are very, yes. very similar. So it's always interesting to hear her stories. So now that I'm kind of putting myself out there, like, I'm like, I don't know, girl. I want to stay optimistic because if I exist, I know that there's a man that exists. You know what I mean? Like, I know my character. I know someone exists that could be parallel. But I don't know. Like... That but is, I, that's that, traumatic almost. That's <laughs> you know real. what that is. You that's violent. Someone telling you don't look like that's look violence. to the side. That's violence. It's a violent experience, like for real. That's horrible. And, and I really hope she was. Like, I really hope. <laughs> no, was she like, never called him back. Seriously, you know what I mean. Like I hope she was like. <laughs> you know how she is. <laughs> like that is so. That's just. But have y'all had good good um, experiences with people that have digitally digitally flirted with you Can I say and something? like you bit the bait and then you saw them offline and the curtains match the drape yes. what is it the curtain match the what <laughs> the is curtains it? match the drape <laughs> and yes I have yeah mm-hmm 
but I knew it. And the reason that it was successful was because I could tell that it was a genuine connection and attraction. It wasn't just, you know what I mean? You kind of cute in that picture. Right. It was, no, I've looked over, I've looked at you. I've seen what you do. You've seen me. One person, mm-hmm. one person, <laughs> I've been living in New York for eight years and we just connected literally like, Recently, we met in person. Oh. We met in person. And it was literally like, Fireworks. wow. Like, damn. You know what I'm saying? I got a great report card. Like, I, <laughs> for real, I was told that it was better in person. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we good. And I felt the same way about them. And we literally, we didn't even bone or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? We just linked you, up. Well, you're not a, there yet. We just... <laughs> We just linked up and had a really good time. And so that was that was cool. So it is definitely possible. And then there's tons of people that you meet online who you have a lot of things in common with. And you guys finally link up. And it's like, damn, I feel like we've known each other forever. Yes. And, you know, a genuine, you know, in-person relationship forms from that. So I mean, I'm the only, only two experiences I have. But one of them, we had a ton of mutual friends. And, you know, so when he hit me... This was like on Facebook. So this was clearly years ago. It was more so of a thing, right? Because I don't be on this shit. <laughs> that sounds so fucked up. I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> Woo! But I know exactly what you're talking about. No shade about. to my brothers and sisters that still participate on the platform. But y'all need I, look. keeping y'all in my prayers. What, what, what did Jackie Washington say? <laughs> don't look for me between two or three because I'm in the beauty shop. Won't be me. Go ahead, friend. Oh my god, y'all got me in tears. So, <laughs> shit. High so, school classmate <laughs> and family only. <laughs> Yo, Literally, all it. my aunts, my mom. That's it. But he had messaged me on Facebook because um, he was in town, and he was like, "I would love to take you out." And I said no the first time around. Mm-hmm. But then he came back around, you know, a couple months later and was like, you dodged you dodged me the first time, but I'm back. You know, how about this time? And I agreed to it, but I only agreed to it because we had so many mutual friends. So it wasn't like I knew so much about him. Mm-hmm. He knew so much about me. So it was easier. And then the second one was like a well-known person who hit me to work. It wasn't like a, hey, you know, let's hang. It was like, yo, your music, blah, blah, blah. But what happened is when we met in person, and it wasn't even immediate. That was like the years. Heat was on. The heat was we just on. got super tight, and then years later, it wasn't like years later. It was a thing of like, "Yo, what's going on?" Curious. And that, so I'm those curious. are the only two experiences. But I've never given in. <sighs> mm-hmm. Everyone else I've dated, we saw each other in person. Like my ex, that y'all knew, we actually met like at an event. And it was that thing of you staring at each other. That's the best. Across the event the whole time. We didn't even talk like, at the event. It was just staring for like three hours <laughs> until I was walking out to leave. And he literally was like, you just going to leave after all this? <laughs> and I was like, you right. <laughs> <laughs> the very first relationship I ever was in, mm-hmm. we met at the um, African, well, at the African what? We met at the African American <laughs> Museum in Detroit. Oh, snap. At a party. Like that. Yes, it was Bacardi used mm. to throw these parties at uh, whatever. 
But at the time, it was kind of lit to like be on the list for the Bacardi party, mm-hmm. and that's where we met. Long story short, but I know what you mean. Yeah, like that to me. I just I love that. That is my high. That's when it's fun. That little staring game is my high. I mean, I do it a little too much because then <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure you still got it. Then they say, just "Can you like... just look at, look over to the side just a little bit?" <laughs> then Loki, they come up to you and you be like, "Oh no, I wasn't doing all that." You be like, "Oh, you supposed to stay over there? I don't know why you coming up here." <laughs> this was just, just for today. Pump, pump, pump I'm done. Breaks, can you imagine breaks. if Maya? I hate to dial back. <laughs> can you imagine if Maya would have picked up her water and been like? Yo, what the hell? I threw our water on him when he said that and walked out. Like a reality yeah. show. Yo, what the hell? I threw our water on him and walked out like he deserved. Go ahead, friend. Uh, but I mean, I guess my final question is just, or not question, I guess the mm-hmm. final takeaway is just how much does someone's, how much do you take into consideration how someone expresses themselves online. Is it something that really matters to you? And I'm not talking about dating at this point. I mean, someone you take seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, are do, are you thinking, like, who they are online is also an extension of you in some ways? Yes. Or how that's, how, how that's going to be viewed? Yes, as far as dating and relationships are concerned, absolutely. I don't want nobody, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go at nobody... <laughs> And all their pictures look like Polaroids. You know what I'm saying? No. And I don't mean the border. I mean the quality. So, you know. So that matters to you? Yes, like it the matters. quality of I'm going to tell you why. Platforms. Because everything you do on social media is a choice. It's your personal choice. That's a direct reflection of your decision making, your taste. Right. The things that are attractive and appealing to you. All of that. So I feel like it's a great indicator of who a person really is like underneath their clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like, who right. are you? Under the veil. Right. You know what I mean? Do you, you know, do your panties and bra match? <laughs> what is it? You know what I'm saying? And so that is why I feel like it's okay and it's not like being judgmental or, you know, um, ridiculous for me to use that as a gauge to like determine whether or not I'm interested in somebody, which is essentially what we're talking about. Right. You know, based on what I see and what you've presented Am I interested in you? Right. I think it's a great way to tell. But I also think that after spending lots of time on social media, you can understand how to interpret people's you know, behavior on social media. You know whether something is going to be a passing phase for them on that app and eventually they'll evolve to a certain point or if that's literally the way they're going to be on there forever. Because you can literally look at people's pages and timelines and see the growth or see the progression or oh, see whatever. Of course, even with our pages. Hello, that's how I'm talking about. Mary said it. I'm talking about <laughs> things that I know. You know what I'm saying? So, Justin. You know, most of the people I dated don't really fuck with social media like that. They're the kinds that tweet maybe like once every month or something. You know how I am with Instagram where I post occasionally. It's Mm -hmm. not like a regular thing. I noticed that I I have that in common where they don't, they are, they have a presence because of the work they do. People know who they are, but it's not based on social media. They just have social media and they're not really like prominent on it. So I think, unintentionally I'm drawn to people that that's not really even their thing. I've never dated someone that's like tweeting or posting selfies like that. So I'm curious, you know, maybe like that's why this dude who (laughs) inspired this conversation, seeing the like hash, the paragraph of hashtags (laughs) and, 
his name in the captions and it just felt very heavy handed. And you were saying like, uh, or I don't know if it was you or Maya, but one of y'all was saying like he cares about the optimization <laughs> of his social media brand. He trying to catch them clicks. Like he had like black boy joy, bearded men of Instagram, like all those hashtags. And then I was like, am I being weird for thinking that that's weird? Like who cares? It's a paragraph of hashtags. Like, what does that even mean? That doesn't tell me anything about this dude. But it was interesting that my first re- like reaction was to say, ew. But see, here we go again with this game <laughs> shit. A real player is going to know that people feel like that, that people have that wall up. It's not a trust, especially for like gay guys. Mm-hmm. There's something appealing to, to gay men, apparent, to some gay men apparently about you know, people that they are engaging with having some sort of mystery about them or not being really? known to everybody or everybody hasn't already dated them or whatever. That's a, There's an appeal there. Right. And just like how you express that most of the guys that you've been able to actually connect with like that in relationships haven't even been really interested in tweeting a lot or whatever. Right. So therein lies my circumstance where I'm a public person with my work. So I have to right. be present. So... Like me, yeah. So obviously, you just learn how to be aware of that when you tweet. You don't have to overshare. You don't have to do too much. You can do enough. Right. You can do enough to be present and visible and interesting and still maintain some sort of element of mysteriousness. You know what I mean? It will be appealing to someone who may be interested. You can be public and be active on these apps. And still be attractive to someone who is not interested in a person who's as upfront. It's way it's you just balance the I mean, scale. I mean, ways around. And the hashtags matter too, right? So, like, if they are like black boy joy and stuff like that, as long as he <laughs> like, maybe he just wants to belong in those circles. Like, maybe he's not actually looking for the likes there. And you maybe gotta be careful because belonging in certain circles might make you a square. <laughs> and and that's, oh let's talk about I it. I just feel like certain people don't, because I feel like older people that, and I don't even know if he's older, but certain people that will do all them hashtags, to, like, to me, I am with you. I'd be like, what the hell is this? But then I, I also think that, paragraph. like, how I don't know how to really use my Twitter or care to use my Twitter, like, a certain way, as I feel like somebody else might know or would do. This person, they might be in that type of boat. They just overdoing it with the hashtags. And it's like, you ain't got to do all that. Whereas I just be like, I ain't going to say nothing because I don't feel like saying nothing today. And people have said to me that I'm very much like how I just will stop responding to them on Twitter. <laughs> this how I do. is the way you do via text. And I have actually <laughs> walked out on people in conversation. I, or, I know. You remind me of a certain someone. <laughs> oh, and you know what? <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. Let's can we, we, we right. going to wrap it up. Fred, we'll wrap it up. I can't believe And the other thing is hella selfies. <laughs> is that a bad thing? I ever saw a do once. Two things turned me off. I went to his page and it was like the same angle. So his page just looked like duplicate picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it was different days. I would never <laughs> take I would picture. never take you seriously. That, that happens same a lot. Picture though, I'm like, there's no difference between this one and the one before it. And it's just and then but I always, you know, I happens like checking myself. So I'm like, Fran, what's the big deal? Like who cares? I'll tell you what the big deal is. It's whack. <laughs> Second of all, if we don't even know these mug shots, nigga, we don't even know what you look all these shoulders and above. Proof. This ain't top model. <laughs> what does your body look like? Like who how tall are you? Can we see some uh, some some depth perception in the damn picture? <laughs> Furthermore, you really want to take it there. 
you know, speaking for the, the gay delegation. <clears throat> the gay delegation. Like, what about the people that are hat dependent, as I like to call it? Okay. First of all, you don't sleep in hats. Hat fish. So stop waking up in the morning. With, and we all did it, you know, back in 2003 or whatever. Back in the day. Everybody did that, but now we've moved on. You don't wait. You don't sleep in fitted hats. You don't wake up in a fitted hat talking about good morning in the bed with no shirt on and a hat on. Get the fuck out of here with that. Like, it's corny and I know you feel like it looks sexy, but sometimes you really have to go behind the post and really think about like what it's saying. Right. So, you know, if you gotta wear a hat to make yourself feel attractive, then it's just not. I'm dead at the hat. And then the uh, last thing is bitches and hoes ass tweets. <laughs> That's another one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I met someone who, who was talking to me. He was very, it was like a mix between like hood, hotep. So it was like, oh, hell he nah. was like smart and knew about like wellness. But then he was like from Brooklyn, all these things. I was like, okay, this is a nice balance of a lot of the things I like. It could work. I, it could it work. Could work. It could work. It was the right balance. I go to his Twitter, and he's talking about something about don't wife bitches and hoes or something stupid about bitches. I was Just like, first of all, bitches yeah. and hoes. Like, what year? Like, if bitches don't stay in the kitchen in their place. Then or you don't, don't leave a good woman for bitches and hoes. Like that type of talk. Oh, and I was like, that is corny. That's a turnoff. You sound childish. Yeah. You know, and and so. I guess that's what I was curious. I was curious, number one, if y'all even look at people's social media that you're interested in. Like, Only if I think they're cute. <laughs> or funny. You do or the, interesting. You do the, the, so the, I guess, the round, yes. like, I, I want to see what you post on Instagram. I want to see what you post on Twitter. Well, I don't do all that. I'd look to see if, 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 I, would, if I would entertain you in that capacity in real life. So I need to see what you look like. I need to see what your feet look like. <laughs> I need to see, you know, habitual things. Like if you got a whole bunch of pictures eating hot Cheetos and drinking, you know, juice, quote unquote. Like I'm straight on them bad eating habits, oh badass skin and shit. I'm straight on that shit. Like, you know what I mean? If you have pictures in your bed and like, your, you know, your sheets are dirty. You know, things like oh that. So you God. look. That's another thing. A dirty bedroom yeah. and your selfies. That's like an instant death for me. I look at people's bedrooms before I look at them in the selfie. That's yeah. just habit, though. I'm a tourist. But anyways. If you I want me in there, it. you better think you better believe I'm going to look at and see how it's looking like. <laughs> Some people post all up and through that shit, too. Yo, it won't be no beating in the be bedroom. Fuck still. I mean, yeah. I never post my shit. And the fact that and you are comfortable. Just comfortably <laughs> posting. Like, your desk look crazy back there. I'll be like, look at your closet. Clean it. I don't know how people be posting stuff like that. I but. think to myself, if my mom would not be pleased with this, I cannot present it on the internet. Well, <laughs> some of it. That's that's half of my thinking <laughs> half the time. The other half, you know, she ain't really supposed to be on there anyway, so why is she here? But, you know. <laughs> but that's our hot button issue for the it day. It was a hot one, too. <laughs> it was. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Casper Mattresses. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products, to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. With three mattress models, the original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential, Casper mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry. Not to mention, the breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulate your body temperatures throughout the night. And it's delivered right to your door in a small, how they do that, size box, with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. But the best part is that you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. 
Sleep on it. <laughs> I was just about Sleep to on say it. That. And I'll get back at you when I wanna. You get 100 days. You, you get 100 days. Damn. <laughs> you, you get 100 days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> After all, you spend one third of your life yeah. sleeping, so you should be comfortable. Man, I hate to say it, but because we were talking about how hot it is, sometimes I do take the sheets off my bed and my Casper mattress be cool as Really? Cool as in the cucumber. I'm not going to lie to you. I'd be embarrassed Should as I I'd be like, friend, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be like, I know I need to put some sheets on this bed, <laughs> but it's so cool. <laughs> the way your, your voice just quivered. <laughs> I'm telling funny. you, people, look, they talk about how cool that mattress is. That is real. And I know when the mattress is bare naked, it's like you're going through some things, but I just be like... And I it's just, been a heat wave. I literally Man. be peeling them Ooh. sheets off and then putting them back on the day, in the daytime when I leave. It's like, just in case somebody come in here, they don't want to see my bed. It's all So if we see your mattress, does not be like a body print? <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> you know what it is? Because the only reason I said maybe is because the mattress is so cool and comfortable that I really don't move when I'm sleeping. <laughs> When the sheets is off of it. When I thought I, you was going to say it's because the mattress is so cool and comfortable that when you get up, the spot you laid in is red. <laughs> oh, my God. Woo! <laughs> 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 If you want to be able to experience any of this, Cash you get... person will be like, what do we pay these kids for? You're going to get to get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting Casper.com slash FriendZone and using FriendZone at checkout. That's Casper.com slash FriendZone. Offer code FriendZone. For $50 off your mattress purchase. For $50 off your mattress purchase. So sleep on that. Terms and conditions apply. And I get... Catch you when I wanna sleep on it. Now let's jump into this week's wellness segment. That's right. Oh, this is the <laughs> remix. Yeah, we That's serious right. this week, goddammit. <laughs> so when you guys are anxious or um kind of feeling like you're falling into a bit of a depression, stressed, you know, obviously we have a lot that we juggle. I already know what your favorite herb is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what strand is it then? Lou. I'm, I'm like, do you, you like um, indica okay, or sativa? You know, I don't know. Not everyone smokes, right? So I right. have to give options of herbs that give you a similar feeling okay, okay. of relaxation. Going back to the elderflower, and you all know, that. right? Remember? Yeah. So there's an herb called rhodiola. <laughs> okay. Why did you smile like that? I like it already. Right? I wonder if it was Rodeola. like Travis Scott's new line of herbs. Okay. <laughs> and I, uh, rhodiola, I've been using it for a couple months now. Remember I told you guys I'm always like super into herbs and how to use them, how you can incorporate them into your day-to-day because I love it. The, the, <laughs> Me too. Me too. The, oh, I know you do. <laughs> the fact that we have... Pl- <laughs> okay. The fact that we have plants that are in capsule form or as tinctures, extracts, teas, mm. and you can incorporate these plants into your body. Oh, God. There's mm. no way to get through this wellness I mean, segment. You ain't saying oh, nothing wrong. Oh, it's a way. Oh, it's a way. You ain't saying nothing the wrong it is a way to get through it and you can you know ingest these herbs Mm -hmm. and they have miraculous effects so what's this one called (laughs) so this one's called rhodiola it's Mm -hmm. spelled Mm r-h-o-d-i-o-l-a 
Ophelous for smart people like Rhodes, like Rhodes, a scholar. like yeah. a scholar. Uh-huh. It's an herb that grows in the cold mountainous, uh, mountainous regions of Europe and Asia. So it's so, tough. Right. And mm-hmm. its roots are considered adaptogens, which means that it helps your body adapt to stress when you consume it. It's really interesting because what it does, basically, whatever your body is not naturally producing as far as like serotonin or epinephrine things that tell your body calm down calm down right now you know when you're in like a high stress level if you gotta think about it a lot of us are stressed a lot there's like chronic stress that we have in our lives so our body is overworked (laughs) and underpaid after a while the chemicals don't even shoot out anymore because it's just too much so you know it's just like girl again like you stressed all day (laughs) The chemicals are tired. It's tight. Walking around like Remy Ma, just mad all day. All <laughs> to the easy. M, M to, to the, the whiz Arms stay greasy. Right. Why would I picture the chemicals doing the the uh, cash doll challenge? Yeah. Here I go. Bitch, here I go. <laughs> Coming out the room with the light. <laughs> Shout out to cash doll and the cash doll challenge. If you guys don't it know, so it's the here I funny. go. Cha- look up the hashtag here I go here challenge. I go. It is so funny. So literally, that's what the chemicals are doing okay. at this point. So what I love about rhodiola is that it's an aid. So let's say you're at that point of your stress levels where you cannot take it anymore. You're like, I don't know what to do. Maybe you don't feel like smoking or you've been drinking and you just need another option because it's not cutting it. This is a great, great option because it's a natural substance that increases your body's resistance to stress, which is super important because it basically is an herb that allows you to breathe for a second. So while the stress is still happening and it's building up your resistance against it, you can take time to journal or go for your runs and kind of like sets you back on track. It's like a reset. You take it when the stress occurs or this is something you take like in the morning? The way that I do it, because I've been testing it. That's my biggest thing. There's so many herbs, first of all. uh, But I like to (laughs) test... So many shame. There's so many salads. (laughs) (laughs) So what I personally like to do is, aside from learning about them, I like to actually test them so that I can speak from firsthand experience and tell you what. (laughs) Same z's. Same z's. So with the rhodiola, what I did was I would I bought the extract from Whole Foods. They have it in the. I guess it would be the section where they have like black seed oil and like mm-hmm. aloe, like um They got the sleep stuff over there. Right. Like it's mm-hmm. a wall of like oils and tinctures and extracts, kind of near the beauty section. So I saw the rhodiola, I'd been hearing about it because what I heard about it initially that made me interested in it is that it's helpful for fatigue, mm. especially if you're working out a lot. So I need to give me some because my exactly. ass be tired. <laughs> no, it's true. Sometimes you work in it. And I know the nutrition plays a part in how you feel after your workout. Like if you're replenishing properly and getting good sleep, because obviously it's like you have to have it well balanced in all areas. But even so, if you're working out hard enough and your schedule is tough, something's going to give. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'd be feeling so drained so I thought, well, if this helps with fatigue, aside from, you know, depression and, like, insomnia, I was like, let me see. And so I bought it for the fatigue after workouts. And I did notice a difference. You just put a couple of drops in, or at least the way I use it, I just put a couple of drops in the water, in my water in the morning. Hmm. So I was already taking it almost, like, uh, as a precaution. You know what I mean? I didn't even let the 
anxiety or stress levels even pop up yet. It was just part of my regimen. What I will say about adaptogens, though, is you don't want to get addicted to them. It's similar to anything else, even with weed you don't or liquor. You don't want to rely on this tool every time right. you feel stressed because what happens is you don't learn the proper tools, the proper like emotional, spiritual, mental tools on your own right. outside of this. So what happens if you don't have access to weed? You're going to have a meltdown because mm-hmm. you don't know what to do. It'll be cranky. Or okay. be cranky. You, you speak know. from experience. I mean, it's, it's real. <laughs> right. You know, and honestly, when I stopped drinking two years ago, that was the reason because it became a reflex. Like, I was like, I need I need a drink. I know that's okay. right. You know what I mean? If I was stressed, yes. I need a drink. Break up, I need a drink. Anything that made me uncomfortable, I need to take the edge off with a drink. And it got to a point where I was like, well, girl, do you know how to do anything without a drink? No. <laughs> Hell no. no and that's sorry. what I needed to explore. How do I get through these uh, eras of life that don't feel comfortable or challenging or difficult without needing crutches? Mm. So this, even though it's an herb and it's a natural substance, I still say treat it the same. It's not something you want to abuse, abuse because the reality of it is this shit really works. Like, I mean really works. It's like when you use that stuff at the gym, you have that period where you like cycle off of it or supplements. And that is my biggest suggestion. Do it for a couple months, especially if you're in a rut. Maybe you're in a rut right now and it's something that you've not been able to shake off. Mm -hmm. I would suggest getting on a cycle of daily rhodiola just to get you back on track. Not as something that is going to like fix it for you. Don't put it, don't use it as a band-aid. Just use it as like the way I view it is like, like I said earlier, you can actually breathe for a couple of weeks while you get everything else situated to get you back on track. You know what I mean? So if you know that maybe you haven't been as creative because of this rut you're in, or maybe you haven't been going to the gym because you just haven't had the energy, you know, when you're depressed or sad, like everything falls to the wayside, okay. at least for me, I should speak for myself. Everything me falls too. to the wayside. And I'm just like, I don't want to even get up. And you so know what's another... <laughs> That's the only universal remedy that I mean. I mean, you tell no lies. Even in your saddest I'm gonna moments, hold you. you know, I am gonna hold you. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think wow. of that. <laughs> I'm gonna hold me. I'm gonna hold on. Go ahead, friend. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, one thing I will say that's so interesting: um, your body, when it's used to trauma and depression, especially if you suffer from it chronically, even stress levels, if you just always had a stressful life, always had a stressful job. One level I'm noticing now that even though I've gotten through a lot of those traumas and stress levels, my body physically still thinks in those terms. So while my mind is in a different place where my mind is like, you're good, girl, you healed this with your mom, your dad, blah, blah, blah. My body isn't there yet. And be like, so? Right. (laughs) So I'll find myself where my mind is fine. It's clear. And my body still doesn't want to get out of bed. Mm. It's almost like it's been so used to shooting off this pattern of it's around this time that you get sad. You know what I mean? Or even if a thought might come up, my body wants to go to my old way of dealing with those things, even though my mind is like in a totally different place. So this rhodiola is actually helpful because it allows my mind to get my body back on track. While I give it like new patterns to think about. So when my body's like, don't get out of bed this weekend because this, that and the other, the rhodiola is like, you're going to get out of bed. 
You know what I mean? Like it helps you push. So it's like a boost because it, it releases, like I said, the serotonin or epinephrine chemicals that are soothing and calming so that your body feels safe and able to breathe and do the things that you need to do for the day. All right. Tell, tell us the brand. Tell us the brand who to trust. Okay. You know, I need some. <laughs> well, that's the thing. There's so many brands. So I can't even really sit here and tell you like which ones to trust or not trust. We got to like, find our own dealer. What I would suggest, no, honestly, what I always suggest when it comes to extracts and tinctures and capsules, go to your local food uh, health food store. Mm. They're always your best bet because they're usually getting it straight from the farmer as opposed to like these trendier, more hipster shops. First of all, they're going to charge you like three times the price. Right. And you want to support the local health food stores. And a lot of times the workers there will... be glad to talk to you for the Mm -hmm. whole time about how to use it their own experiences with it but studies have found that it helps (laughs) strengthen the body's response to physical stressors like I said I got it for exercise but it helps with psychological stressors like depression and anxiety if you go on healthline.com they have a ton of studies I know some people like sources for those of you that need to see sources healthline can't just take your word for this shit all this the three years in y'all still want to cite a source you can't just listen at this point (laughs) and i totally respect that do your thing Mm -hmm. um but on healthline.com you can literally put in rhodiola into the search bar and it will tell you about tons of studies with uh veterans that have been using it to get past their ptsd you know triggers studies with cancer patients and how it's helped them get through their treatments and their anxiety surrounding, you know, certain treatments and uh, phases of their ailments. So lots of studies, something to look into. Like I said, it's Rhodiola, R-H-O-D-I-O-L-A. It's a great, great herb that will help with help you improve symptoms of stress, fatigue, exhaustion, and anxiety. And honestly, my experience, it started working after like three days. So if it's something you feel you need now, that would be your best bet. And it, and it's like when I was looking it up, the research says it's like the number one out of all those anxiety-based Damn. herbs. So it's something you want to look into. I wonder if it's good for like, seriously, for like new moms. I, that's what I started thinking about, like that postpartum shit. Oh, what I'm, it, what I if mean, this I'm is, sure it would be an incredible help. aid. Yeah, because yeah, it helps. I don't know. I'm no doctor. I'm well, no, saying. but it's, <laughs> it's a natural herb that releases calming chemicals. Yep. So any anyone that needs a calming chemical, I can't think of anyone who wouldn't <laughs> in life, especially right now in this economy. Right. Definitely look into it. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Now let's jump into Mr. Music, man, which got for us yes. this Yes. There is a lot of music stuff that I want to talk about, but I guess this has been a long episode and I really want to go home, so maybe I'm going to make this short. I'm going to start this off uh, talking about Travis Scott. He released World, which oh, so I good. have. I love Travis Scott. I've always loved Travis Scott. <laughs> um, I'm st- I'm very pleased with the project. Uh He's, I've always loved him for the way he switches up his tracks and shit any fucking way. So the fact that he, you know, stayed true I to that, that and, like, really killed it. Like, I love it. Stevie Wonder playing the fucking harmonica on the shit. Like, Tame Impala helping produce. Take Keith on another beat switch up. Like, everything about Astro World is amazing to me. And I cannot wait to listen to it more and enjoy it more. It was really well produced. Man. That was, that was messed up about um, Amanda Laporte being removed from the cover, but I thought yeah, it was really messed that. up that they took Yolanda Adams out, too. 
they pull Yolanda Adams out of the Astro World cover and ain't nobody said shit. <laughs> and that's what we really need to be discussing. I really looked at him like he was saying something serious. I was like, who? They, they pull Yolanda out? Adams off the Astro World cover. I don't care what nobody say. Um, like, a light, I... like a light. Hey. Like a light. Like a light. That's my favorite part of the whole album. <laughs> I love I loved hearing Drake on it, even though Me Drake too. had just dropped Scorpion, and I'm still listening to that shit because I actually really really enjoy Scorpion. I really I love that Drake makes these projects that you can kind of sit with because it's kind of like music that Frank Ocean does. He makes music you can sit with, so and you come right back to it and fall asleep. Stop trying to be God. <laughs> oh my oh god! My god. Ooh, Did you see the stop video? Trying to be god. That. No, I didn't see it yet. Oh, okay. it's good. It's interesting. Oh, very interesting. I don't know if yeah. it's a good, interesting. <laughs> we need to talk about something interesting later. Because uh, <laughs> I thought about a movie review, but we'll come back to oh, that. Oh no! Um, so yes, Astro World was great. I loved it. Um, outside of that, Baka Not Nice dropped his project from OVO. Oh, two milli, right? Man, I must say, I'm underwhelmed. And I have, oh, to, I have to be really real because you I know we fuck it. with Baka Not Nice. I, when I tell you, I fucked Baka Not Nice up everywhere, <laughs> aka Not Nice because I live up to my name. Like all that shit was the shit. So you so saying like, that album is Baka Kind? <laughs> yeah, yep, it very much Damn. so is. And and I gotta say that because you know he <laughs> talked all that Christ. shit on that record. And he dropped a few of them, and the other records were like sizzling. So I gotta be really honest because I want to be, you know, maybe I won't be now, but I would love to be OVO affiliated. And I'm not no yes nigga. Like they've been putting out some stuff with the R and B artists that were super dope. Like um, what's the what's the duo that we like? Uh, they were some OVO guys. Um, Chloe and Holly. No, them the Beyonce <laughs> girls. Okay, <laughs> uh, them two white got my Majid Jordan. Like I think they off OVO or OVO adjacent or like you know they the, are yeah OVO. So like they put out really good music. Uh, Division really good music, and I know All some of those are like. <laughs> I know Harlan knows that I signed the OVO. <laughs> could you imagine? That would be kind of fun. I'm mad because okay. I could, because Drake is that kind of nigga that would do some shit like right. that. But there were, those were fire projects. And then Baka Not Nice comes along. And before Baka Not Nice put their project out, Preem, another OVO artist, put a project out. And there were some good tracks on, on his album, but th- there wasn't a lot of promo from it. So I just would like to put out there that I, as an OVO fan that listens every week to all, or every month, I should say, to all the fucking OVO sound mixes. Like, I know what y'all doing over there and what y'all can be doing. So, Baka Not Nice, the eight tracks, I'm going to need you to, you know, come back out with something else. And I love it. I had to listen to it. I saw the cover and obviously, like, you know, when the new releases section on Spotify, yeah. but I didn't get it. It was too many new songs. So I didn't, much new shit. I didn't get through it at all this weekend. I didn't get I didn't get through as much as I wanted to, but um, you know, her she dropped the project as well. I like Ooh. it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not go. doing this. I uh, like her song with Bryson. The Bryson could have yeah, been is really dope. I think that's my favorite I of li- the whole EP, probably. Me too. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I like the interlude right before that. Be on my way, and I also do like as I am, which is the last track. Mm-hmm. But um, is that the acoustic track? Oh, maybe I'm thinking of another one. Um, well, this is As I Am. Yeah, I like this one. Right. Sing her. It's like the morning time. Don't want to wake up. I just want to stay in bed. She sound like she in the bed. In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. 
Damn it, Yes, it was called, so back, uh, back, just dialing back, back of Not Nice's project is called Four Milli. Oh, it's four million. Yes. Where'd I get two million from? Because apparently it is, a, it's only two out of four, <laughs> apparently. Because <laughs> it's short, all right? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Mind you, I love them. So whoever's going to play this for Baca Not Nice, let them know that I just need to be in the studio for a track selection next time. That's what right. needs to happen. Um, my girl, Nika Moore, she dropped a project, or she dropped a, a song called Damage, which is a nice, like, summer feel. Like, Nika Moore, she's one of them R&B people that comes out with a good little feel-good track every now and then, and she talks her shit like a dude, which I like. So, check out Nika Moore's Damage. Um, we're going to get to your listens lately now, but right before we do that, I am putting out... I've made a fucking playlist. <laughs> I was going to put the playlist out on Friday, but then all this new shit came out, so I revamped the playlist I'm going to make the playlist available on Apple Music, Spotify, and now Tidal. Okay? Oh. You so excited. You get three fucking platforms to listen to all this music. Do not ask me to put it on SoundCloud because SoundCloud is something I have to pay for. And I don't even think they'll give you the selections that a lot of these other ones will. If you have Tidal, unfortunately, I can't do this on everybody because, you know, everybody don't have all their tracks on Tidal. If you are on Tidal, you definitely do get a couple of bonus tracks because this, the playlist are music is music that I, I fuck with that I like, and on title, you know, Beyonce, the Carters, they on there, and you know they they, they took off a couple songs. You know, the Salute track never made it to iTunes, I guess. Um, I know, but I yes. still haven't heard it. So I just gotta, you know, still gotta <laughs> let them ride, let them play on the title platform. So I'm I'm part of the title family. Um, also, lastly, I want to give a, a big shout out to Estelle. I talked about her before, yes. hey. but she dropped her song Better. Shout um, out to Estelle. When I first talked about the video, it was only available on Apple Music because I think Apple Music, they get early video releases or some of these platforms, they get early streaming um Writes before it goes to YouTube or wherever. So please go check out. Yes, she She looks so good in the video. Yes, she does. She looks so good, and and I love the song. The song is really why I kept going back out because people were like, "Oh, I can't find the still video." I'm like, "I'm watching it right now." I'm off, and I was like, "Oh, it's on my Apple." So like, let me go to YouTube, and it was the audio only. So I legit waited for the video to drop so I could tell people about it again. And she was texting me back because you know she was going to introduce me to the man in the video. So you know, (laughs) had to shoot my shot on my social media. (laughs) He gonna look at mine and be like, "No." Uh, he don't go my way. It don't matter. But uh, yes, now, without further ado, check my social media on Twitter at Hey Asante if you want to find the playlist. And I will link you to all three of them. And that is it for me right now until I chime in on what the fuck you guys have been listening to. So let's get into your listens lately. And then I'm going to wrap up with one important message. Okay. I just remember something really bomb happened. Um, Radiant Children. Have you ever heard of them? Mm-mm. They're bad kids. Those, that's another name for badass kids. Radiant children. Uh, okay. They have a song called Life's a Bitch. That's what okay. I tell you. But, <laughs> but listen. They got a song called Pokeball. They Poke do. Bowl. Just listen to the, to the words. This I song, like I've been like obsessed already. with it. Love it already. Yes. Right? They'll always try to change your mind. Well, they got a video for it too. Darling, just do whatever feels right. Your life is there to be designed. Watch the job. They got the Rufus guitar too. What well, come on with these seventies influence? Okay. Oh, that Give me something with some fringes on it. God damn it! <laughs> I love all this seventies guitar. Yo, Radiant Children. That record I've had on repeat. It is so good. 
Um, of course, Astro World. What's your favorite track on Astro World? My favorite, if you have one. Um, I get. Tra- I don't have one yet, but I'm. I've been getting trapped in stargazing. Just because so good. I love it. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Got me stargazing. Yeah, I guess I can't pick, but, but I know, do like sicko mode. I love sicko mode. Love sicko mode. And stop trying to be guy. And rest in R. peace, R. screw. It makes me cry. It, it makes me want to do it. And Sting. Shout out to Sting. <laughs> we was having a whole like moment. That's um, a sexy song. Mac Miller, who I'm a newfound fan. The swimming project is great. He just um, did a Tiny Desk performance, too. Oh, he did? Yep. I got to listen to that. And he's on tour with Thundercat. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What know. an interesting coochie sweater of a parent. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's on tour with Thundercat, yeah, Thundercat and there's the someone shit, else. And it's slipping my mind. Maybe I'll find it. Mac Miller do always look like he just got out the pool. So this makes sense. What you mean? He do. He always look like he just got out. You know how people... He always look like he just got out the pool. <laughs> he do, man. <laughs> look at him. Like his skin. He just look like... He always look like he just got out the pool. And so got dressed I, and leaving the pool at that time when you see him. I love his music, though. I told you. Objects in the mirror all day. No but cap. But the project is... <laughs> ain't even gonna hold you. He looked like he just got out the pool. <laughs> I'm trying to see who... Um, but I know it's with Thundercat and someone else. I, it's not pulling up for someone. That's some lit, reason. though, for him. Him and Thundercat, I, I will go to that show. And they said Thundercat was with him in the Tiny Desk. Oh, yeah? Yeah, apparently oh, yeah, he was though. on there playing as well. So, it, I mean, I think that's cool as hell. Those are two artists that I'm a huge fan of. So I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, Have you ever heard of Toby Nuiwe? Yeah, he has a really song called the... Iwu. I think yes, it's called Iwu. Yes, yes. So, no, 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 no. so he's the he's shit. Dope. He's he actually. I like his music videos a lot. I was gonna tell you every Sunday he does these uh, these videos and they're all fucking awesome. I've, yeah, I heard about him wife. months ago when he did that song Fuego, mm-hmm. and from there I started watching a bunch of his videos. But then he just put out a track a week ago called Dope, and so I went back and watched all the videos that I missed. Yeah, and they're all still lit. He's really good. Um, and Erica Badu just shouted him out. That's like a couple, and I was like, "Oh, his so life's about to change." In the song, oh, so now <laughs> I gotta over. play the song. She what a cosign! Him. Yo, she posted him on her Instagram, so I'm like, "It's a wrap." In the new song, he sings. They're uh, both from Texas, though. Oh, so well, she might want to hometown love. Do you know how Erica get out? No, he's married. In the new song, he he <laughs> sings uh, Erica Badu co-sign me. Like oh the, shit! And then on one of the other lines, he says that Chappelle co-sign me. So it's like fucking dope. That's the other when I went on his Instagram, he was showing how, him FaceTiming with Dave Chappelle. I was what like, oh, dream. his life yeah. is. You know what I mean? That's so cool. But he's good. He's really, really, really talented. Yeah, the so. song is called "I'm Dope." It's he deserves it. He definitely deserves it. Um. Let's see who else. You mentioned the the her project. It's called the Prelude. You know who I, I don't know if we've talked I about her. Alina Baraz. Oh yeah, she are dropped you a, a fan? Yeah, she. I dropped. I talked about her project that came up earlier this year. Did you listen to that one? Um, the new I don't one? even know why though. I like the yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, that's I think like her biggest mm-hmm. record. I like that song. I like the one with her and Khaled. Is it Flo- a Khalid? Um, you're floating. Floating and electric. She has oh, two yeah, of electric. them. Oh, yeah, electric. But I was listening to her. What was the song? She got really cute I guess videos, it was the, too. the project called The Color of You. And I was listening to it. I guess I've, like, you know when you've heard a couple of songs from an artist, but you've never really sat with their project? Yes. And so I sat with her project, and I'm definitely a fan. You have to sit. She has a project, and I always fuck up the name of the other people that's on it, but it's Alina Baraz and Gala Matias. They, mm. they have a whole project 
And it's the shit. So it's her it's called, and a foot disease. <laughs> it's called Urban Flora. Oh, my God. I got, uh, got gallotitis in my left foot. Uh, <laughs> couldn't. Say they going to have to do a bite. Couldn't put my, my shoe on because yeah. it was my gallotitis. Oh, my God. But yet, you know, when it's cold and when it rains outside. Go ahead. <laughs> makes me got a Matthias throb. Oh, but God, yes, God, it's terrible. the name of the project is called Urban Flora. But you should really check it out. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm into her, so I'm definitely gonna sit and kind of look through her discography. And then, last but not least, Diana Gordon, who used to be Winter Gordon. Okay. Oh, oh I okay. Love, okay, Winter. Yep her real her real name's Diana, so she switched yes, it. Yes, her went main name Diana. <laughs> <laughs> she dropped a project, an EP called oh, Pure. Listen. Yeah, it's totally called Pure. That. And it's, I mean, it's Diana Gordon. So you know it's Welcome, super good. Diana Gordon. I know. I'm going to miss Winter. I loved Winter. I loved her dearly, but I'm going to love Diana as much as I love Winter. So yeah, welcome. and I love her sound. It's definitely fresh. So yeah. I'm here for it. And I was happy to hear that she finally put a project out. You know what's funny? One of my friends just dropped a record with Sampha. <laughs> well, look at that. Wait, what's the name of the new... Um... And I died when I saw that because I was like, oh my God, all the stuff we've said about him on this show. I was like... Hope you don't take it personal now. <laughs> but I have to oh. shout out my homie, Roses Gabor. Oh, that's... Yeah. Okay, She's... <sighs> I love her. I what her it. name is dope. Isn't First of all, Roses Gabor is Rose a dope is ass Gabor. name. That's my homie. That's my heart. She's from the UK. She released a song called Illusions, and it's featuring Sampha, and it's really, really good. So I'm excited because I've been waiting for her to drop some stuff. Um, I actually had her record on my uh, warm. What was it? Warm nights. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot my freaking playlist that I did. The collaboration I did with Spotify a couple mm-hmm. years back. I think it was warm nights, cool and vibes, summer nights, summer warm vibes and summer nights. That's yeah. what it was called. That was my collaboration with Spotify. She's on that, so just had to give her some love. And I just thought it was funny she worked with him. And that's it. What about Sanford you, makes dope ass music. Though. I mean, we, he's we amazing. We talk yes. shit, but like Sanford is the bomb. Yeah. 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 Who are you listening to? Um, right now, I've been obsessed with this song called Go Get the Money by Shaq and Living. Um, Diddy posted the video clip. Um, Meek Mill posted fire emojis under it. So I was like, let me listen to this because I knew right. it would be the kind of rap I like. Right. And it's just, it's beautiful. I'm going to play a little snippet. Hope we don't mm-hmm. get in trouble and they respect our privacy at this time. <laughs> You can tell this is like real rap. That's all I'm gonna give uh-uh. y'all. That's all I'm gonna <laughs> give y'all. All y'all need is them, them horns. All y'all need is the beat, them horns. You know that that's straight up music. just it's great hip hop. So I love that song. And then I've really been on this like early two thousands, like late nineties, like vibe. Early two thousands, like that's I've been banging. Forever. You only get what you give by the New Radicals. You know that song. Yeah. Been listening to that. Okay. Um, Yeah, like that's that's just the vibe I've been on lately. So mm -hmm. I'm here for it. Okay. Um, I have uh, another person. I've been listening to Dre Bay. He is a gay rapper from the Bay, and I fuck. He has a song called Elegant, and I've been listening. I was like, I'm fucking with this. (laughs) Like laughing. Like, (laughs) and and it's funny shit like that. A song called Elegant. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, And listen. Oh my God, that's 
<laughs> the beat snaps already. You already know. I come through, you know I'm shining my wrist covered in all diamonds. So Rossi crystals on the lace and Fenty beauty on my face. I'm elegant, bitch. From the top to the bottom. That MCM you posted, sis, I already got him. That MCM you posted, sis, I already got him. He said, I'm elegant, bitch. I just can't stop listening to that. So, Dre Bay, I'm fucking Dre with you, Bay. and I can't wait to see what else you put out. I have to go listen to a bunch of his other music, and I found him because he did a track with Megan Thee Stallion, who is a rapper I out of Houston, her. who oh, I yeah. love so much. I've been seeing a lot about her. I feel like she's in a moment right I've been now. waiting for this moment <laughs> for yeah. a while. She was she's in New York. She's always on my feed. She was in New York hanging out with Malibu Mitch, and I just think it's—well, first of all, I think it's dope that Malibu Mitch just fucks with all the girls. Like, when right. she's been hot— well, she's been talked about for years, and the fact that every time she gets a wave, she's still fucking with females, I think is dope. So, Dre Bay, I'm listening. I'm here. I can't wait to see how you grow. And outside of that, I have one final announcement that I would like to make. I can't believe this is happening in my adult life. But Jermaine Dupree, there is the Cultural Currency Tour. And Jermaine Dupree has brought together Escape, The Brat, Jagged Edge, Bow Wow, Bone Crusher, Young Bloods, Jaquan, and them franchise boys. Are you serious? A tour. Friend. And it's a tour. Now, th- I have to go because I missed the Bad Boy tour and I was so pissed about friend, that. I have to go in Atlanta. Like, oh, that, that's the place to go. Yeah. October 21st, I have to be oh, I'm in be Atlanta. So, I think I'm going to be in DR. I think I might have something to do too, but I'm like, I don't know what it is. Something's going to get rearranged. I'm, I have to go. I have to go. And even if I go in New York, I still have to go in Atlanta. Is like, Candy going? You already you get, know. Look, if Jermaine Dupree said, and now I want to escape. Then he paused and he looked over at Candy and he pulled his gla- he pushed his glasses in the middle. <laughs> he was like, all of y'all. <laughs> and then he turned around and kept naming off the rest it of the It wasn't group. alphanumerical, okay? It wow. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Only letters. Oh, okay, shit, so you so know. <sighs> I'm going. I don't have know to what be city, in the building. but I'm going. <laughs> have to, you know what? Might go to some other cities, some stranger-ass Atlanta cities just right. to be that I nigga. Mean, low-key New York is still going to be I mean, yes, but, of course it is. Yeah. But I still but might. But Atlanta would be out of here. <sighs> and you know they're going to have extra, extra, extra special guests. You know guests. people in the, first of all, everybody who knows me knows that I talk about all the time how I grew up off them social depth mixtapes and how much I loved Atlanta radio. JD ran Atlanta radio for so long outside of just the artists. He was big on putting on, putting the personalities on there. Like, he was that nigga. Like, he still is that nigga. And so the fact that he's doing this tour and the fact that it gets to take place in Atlanta, the home of the shit, means he's going to turn that shit up and turn it out and everybody named Mama's going to want to be part of it. Yes. Oh, shoot the brat. One to five. (sighs) She's still alive after getting wet up. By them bullets and set it off live in the play. Why did we really go okay. that? She was Swiss you cheese. You know, Funkify was one of my first cassettes that I got from Columbia House. Really? Yep. Yes. It was fun. I remember it because I remember opening the box and I remember I it was Funkified, Get a Grip by Aerosmith. Ooh, the friend. Real McCoy. <gasps> the Real McCoy. You remember? Friend. Oh, man. Aaliyah. You talking like, about a listen. I'm lately. telling you, like, I was all over the place in my Columbia house. What was it? 12 CDs for a cent? Yep, in your grandmama name. <laughs> um, the grandma randomly, was definitely the baby. <laughs> it came to Columbia house. I randomly ordered, um, you remember when New Kids on the Block was like coming back out? And mm-hmm. it was, uh, was it Jordan? When Jordan had the... Dun, 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 yeah, dun, Jordan Knight, when he did the... Or is, it was Joey McIntyre and Jordan Knight. I give it to you. 
<laughs> and then it was that girl who was really big at the time. She was like in Christina Joseph. Aguilera. No, she was one of them actresses who I cannot think of now because she was just some basic white woman at the time. Um, you know, she Willa was, Ford. No, <laughs> I want to be bad. Yes, Willa, 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 what you want? What you want? <laughs> Willa, 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 what you want? Why do you know because that? Because she and Nick had that random ass show, and well, not Nick. Uh, who was the one she was dating? One of the Backstreet Boys, the I think. The blonde one. Oh, yeah, Nick Lachey. No, that's the 98 Degrees, no, man. Nick Carter. Nick Carter. Nick Carter. Yeah, see, I knew it was at Nick. I, I want to be. I want to be. Man. Shout out to the, the real McCoy, though. Because, Yo, you know, another, another night. Another night, another dream, dream, but always you. It's like a vision of love. It seems to be true. And the fact that People you are never going to remember that, that type of that music. That makes me feel and like, like, People are never gonna remember that type of music. That that makes me feel like I'm meeting somebody for you know (laughs) friends. I think about being like skating, being a teenager, and and feelings and shit. Oh my god, that that whole project! Like I love the real McCoy. I love the real McCoy. (laughs) What was the other single? Shit, you about to make me look them up now because the real McCoy was like they because I feel like that that one was their biggest, but there was like a second one. Run away and yes, run Mm -hmm. away. Think about Ooh, that. Yes. What a weird song. Right. Ace of Bass. What was the other shit they had? The, um, um, the one that the popped the like number one song. Not, I saw the sign. I saw the sign. It opened I up my eyes. And it opened up my eyes. I saw the sign. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and get into the life where <laughs> you belong. Question. Dun, so where do you belong? belong. <laughs> they had hella singles, All them though. songs was good. I love all them songs. So imagine me jamming in my bedroom <laughs> to all those tapes. Like, Rhythm that's why. is a dancer. Yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> you can feel it everywhere. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> we totally another just stole another dream. Oh, and speaking of tours, yes. the friend zone <laughs> talk about it. Will be in New York on on Saturday, August 18th. That's right. Please grab your tickets at the Friend Zone Live and you can also catch when y'all have the flyer near you. You can also catch yep. us because we finally released all the cities for our fall tour. So excited. September 22nd, we'll be in Toronto, Ontario. <laughs> October 5th, we'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina. October 13th, we'll be in Seattle, Washington. And December 14th, we'll be in Washington, DFC. Yes, so it's very, very exciting. We cannot wait to see all of you. It's going to be a busy second half of the year. TheFriendZoneLive.com. Make sure you grab your ticket. I'm so excited. I've never been to Seattle. Ooh, yeah, I know that's where I want to live, so I'm excited for us to go explore. I want to have a moment um, where I am outside enjoying the breeze Mm -hmm. (laughs) and listening to, and I don't care how nobody feels about it, listening to Seattle by Mary Mary, because I've told y'all several times it's one of the prettiest songs I've ever heard in my life. So I want to be using some of the, what did you say that herb was called? Rhodiola. Okay. I want to be using my own rhodiola, okay, and listening to Seattle by Mary Mary in Seattle when we go. I cannot wait. Oh, I cannot wait. So Mm -hmm. that's it. That's it. Those are all our listens lately. All right. And uh, also, I will leave you with this last thing. 
Please someone tell me if it is Candy Burris Tucker on this Drake track. In the middle of Final Fantasy, right before the beat switches, they ask about the father of the baby and if who they look like. And then oh, someone goes, that baby don't, don't look, look like, like Drake. no damn Drake. <laughs> I don't and think it sounds, that's her, is it? It's, it's probably not, but it sounds just like her, and it be taking me out. <laughs> Very, if, if, you, if you listen intently, it sounds it was. It like... just seems like it was in 1.5 and not 1. Because, you know, Candy would have said it a little slower. That baby don't look like no damn Drake. True. That was that was a True. little bit too fast. Yeah, that was like 1.5 to Candy's True. 1. Speaking of yeah. Candy, her daughter looks so grown. Riley is out here Before thriving. I saw a picture of her and I could, I was stunned. She I'm just like, did some really pre-law program up. at Stanford really? by herself. Mm. She's like breaking out. She has a YouTube channel oh, and videos. So every joke Riley. I told about Riley being dry was funny at the time. Right, but now but she's her personality has bloomed, and it really is a beautiful thing to she see. She looks so beautiful. Amen. And Candy's a good mom. I feel like she 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 really pours a lot into Riley and her development. Um, and I I just like how she is as a mom to Riley. Well, here's a perfect segue. Great segue. You. Amen. Forgot about that. I forgot it was my turn. (laughs) Um, Okay. Kapari's coconut deodorant is aluminum-free deodorant that doesn't suck. Mm. Kapari's deodorant takes care of smell without plugging up your sweat glands and messing with your body's natural patterns. Shout out to Kapari for saying messing with. It doesn't leave behind a sticky white residue, just a subtle scent of coconut milk. Most importantly, it works. It fights odor with plant-based actives such as sage oil and coconut oil. And it's free of silicones, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, and baking soda. Baking soda. It's got baking soda. (laughs) It's gotten a lot of love from editors at Cosmo and People. And there are thousands of five-star reviews on Kopari's website from people who are now coconut converts. Kopari offers a money-back guarantee, so there's no reason not to try. But hurry, they can barely keep it in stock. There's so many of you that are stinking. I love Kapari's coconut (laughs) deodorant. First of all, who doesn't like the way coconut oil smells, right? Truly. Coconut-based products, rather, always smell good. And if there's ever been a natural place for things that smell good, it's under your arms, between your butt cheeks, underneath your breasts, inside your thighs, you know, behind the back of your knees, if need or need be. That is an area where you could apply said product. And this natural Kopari coconut-based deodorant, as they said, it doesn't suck, but your body will suck it in and you will emit a fresh, faint scent of coconut oil, sesame oil, all the things that I've already mentioned. Amen. I'm so excited you for you guys that, to try Dustin. this. Okay. <laughs> Say aloha to Kopari. Go to Kopari Beauty.com slash friendzone to make the safe switch today and see how you can save $5 off your first order. That's Kopari, K O P A R I beauty.com slash friend zone Kopari with a K like culture beauty.com slash friend zone thanks again to Talkspace for their continued support of the friend zone podcast amen Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time all you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app that means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past remember Therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into your childhood memories. 
It's also about practical everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life changes we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for the fraction of a price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's code zone and Talkspace.com zone. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Um, all right, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. I don't know if everybody watched. I know I you did. watched Asante. I did. Um, Lyrica and A1's mothers, to me, they just should be ashamed of themselves. They're more eager to be on camera than Lyrica and A1 are, and we all know how parched they are for camera time. <laughs> so the fact that their mothers have eclipsed that, it's just saying a whole lot. Yeah. Lyrica um, Senior. Yeah, Lyrica Senior, which let's start there. And did you see her in her confessionals when she was talking about When Kay she Michelle? had the, the wig. I'm to go get that Bitch, K. Michelle. She was talking loud. What? Like, whoa. She she pulled she up. She beefing with K. Michelle. Because Lyrica is. Because K. Michelle told everybody that Lyrica and Safari had sex. And Safari. Did that get cleared up? Yeah, it definitely got cleared it's up this looking week. Like so Ray J pretended did. like. Ray J lied and told Safari that Lyrica admitted that they had had sex. And Safari was like, I mean, we was at the studio. It just kind of happened or whatever. And Ray J was like, oh, my God. He was like, I wanted you to deny it so I could clear your name. Oh, this nigga's like, he did it. She didn't admit it. So, yeah, it's like, and for me, although this is, like, riveting to watch on television, and I do look at it I like a soap opera. I just, well, what I can tell y'all for sure is that I saw Lyrica and A1 together at Essence Fest in July. I know the show is still filming, but I know that whatever we saw was filmed a while ago because she's pregnant now by A1. Oh, Jesus. So who knows what's going on. And tangent. Well, we know what went on. Side note. <laughs> <laughs> but we just don't know under what circumstance. Oh, my God. Is it Safari's? <laughs> Why should that be next season's storyline? No, right, but right. If the baby is born with black nail polish, we know it's oh, a one. Oh <laughs> my god! Can you imagine the baby is born? Is Floyd? Does he have nail polish? It's a breed. So Remember, the they feet was... come out first, and it's black polished toenails coming out. <laughs> but why is his real name Floyd and his brother's name is Lloyd? Right, Floyd and Lloyd are well, they twins? Did you see their mom? No. There you go. Oh gosh! So, Wait, but Ray J's hat. Moving. It, moving. <laughs> it was dancing. Someone made a gif of all the different ones, and I yes. was in tears. It was. Um, it was just you know typical love and hip hop. Um, that editing. You know the editing has just been. But a what little... does that mean that they did that scene that many times that his hat just shifted? That's a little weird. Are either his hats alive? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it is Ray J. Maybe it's a Scooty hat. Remember he had them the scooter bikes? Head. Maybe it's a Scooty hat. Maybe that's his next right. big thing. Who knows? Oh, um, Princess did not give no damn at all when Sonia and Brandy, Ray J's mom and sister, of course. You know oh, Cinderella? Yeah. Right. Shout out to Paris, who refuses to say Brandy's name no matter what. She's referred to her as Mo- Moesha, Moesha and Cinderella. Not Moesha. Point. But... Um, Princess uh, Ray J was acting a fool Got caught up in some messy shit In his hotel in Vegas He was gone for six days Some what? girls posted a picture He said that they were with his friend Princess was completely over that And sick of it She had an outburst, outburst rather On social media Brandy and Sonia Norwood Weren't having that They were pissed about it And we all know that Sonia and Brandy And them have Kind of masterminded out Well 
before they had kind of masterminded how to hold, uh, you know, themselves together in public and keep their public image intact when it came to not being responsive to bullshit, whatever. Well, Brandy ruined that because she keeps talking about Monica. Monica won't say nothing to her. So it's just like Brandy fighting the air, punching the air, and it doesn't look good. So kind of like how dare you, you know, then have a problem with Princess for doing something that was stupid, which was reacting on social media. But how y'all going to get mad at her? And then Princess has reached the point of fuck it's because she, like, told on camera, like, Brandy is full of shit. She's, like, she's saying all that right now, but you guys should see what she's texting me in private afterward. And we all know that Brandy's been America's darling for so many years. She was Cinderella. She has a Barbie, all that stuff. So for Princess to tell that Brandy was acting like that, which we already knew because we followed all this on, you know, Instagram like everybody else today. So (laughs) we knew these things already, but it's still kind of, like, shocking that Princess is, like, on television you know, talking negatively about Sonia Norwood and Brandy. Right. But it was funny because Sonia was being typical Sonia, a black mom and addressing it a certain way. And because I'm a black son, it was still shockingly entertaining, I should say. I was shocked and intrigued that Princess was just blatantly disrespecting Sonia like that. It was still like, woo, like watching it on TV. <laughs> Does she have a big role on the show? Princess? So- Sonia? Sonia, this season she does. Wow. Her and Brandy were on what there arguing with Princess right. on TV, which I couldn't believe Brandy did that. But Brandy was, she was still like, like she hugged Princess and, you know, she wasn't giving in to like, like being emotionally like all over the place. She was composed. Right. You know, but she still was participating, which I was surprised about. Um, but Princess was on there six months pregnant, going to fuck off, you know, like Jesus. Sonya was like, Yeah, I'm his mom Sonya. and she she and Sonya was she was like, You're his mother and Sonya was like, Yeah, you remember that and Princess was like, No, you remember you his mama. Oh wow. not mine, whatever. Sonya was saying stuff like she wasn't raised like that. Like it was like a nasty disagreement that was so entertaining to watch. Meanwhile, Ray J's father is standing off to the side like his name is Bennett and what? He ain't ain't in in it. it. So all of that was great to watch. (laughs) His dad is on there too. On the show. Lyrica's cold busted. She totally bones Safari and (gasps) she's doing a terrible job at hiding it. She's deflecting all the arguments instead of just addressing the hand on. It's really hard to watch. And I can't believe that they were willing to do this on TV. So it's just shocking. Overall, for the sake of time, let me just say, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood has really been like showing and proving this season. I don't know what, I don't know if, if, uh, Mona gave them what, 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 what is Rodeola. it? Rodeola. Rodeola. You know, Rodeola. I don't know what she gave them, but. <laughs> They are all with the shit. K. Michelle, she talked all that shit about how she had grown and evolved into this person. She was beyond certain things. She is literally loving Hip Hop Atlanta season one, K. Michelle, on loving Hip Hop Hollywood. Here for the mess, funny one-liners. You know, I hate her now, but she's still interesting to watch on television on loving Hip Hop Hollywood. She uh, came to a new franchise, her? and she did what Erica Mena was supposed to do by her going to a new franchise. Yeah. I, I will say do. this: out of everybody that's done that big comeback on Love and Hip Hop, yeah, cause, because I mean, because she's, she's made shits. for it, it's her type of shit, it's her type of party. But but <laughs> if you really peep it, it really is like whack on her behalf because everybody right. else had a little bit more dignity than to show their ass. Everybody else that came back, your Remy, your Keisha Coles, even Erica Mena, who I mean, that's a stretch, but like. 
all of them have been unwilling to kind of roll in the mud a little bit. So, but K. Michelle is doing just that. In fact, it was in the shade room, I think yesterday that Paris, her and Paris have now fallen back out and K. Michelle threatened legal action because the other day, I guess they were filming like yesterday and Paris threw water, threw a cup or something at her and drenched her (laughs) and then hit her in the head with the cup. What? And K. Michelle was like, I'm going to quit the show. She's always saying that. Paris? That That little one that was jumping on her man's car? No, not the little one. She's, um, K. Michelle's, yep, she's K. Michelle's ex. (laughs) No, that's Brandy. You're thinking of Brandy. Brandy. The one with the, um... With the uh, the braided teeth. What? That's Brandy. Her teeth were basically braided. I had never seen a grill that, I mean. I don't know. Oh, what my God. Mean. Like, literally, braces look like a crossword puzzle. But let me say this. So, K. Michelle has really been rolling around mm-hmm. in the dirt, arguing with people's mamas, throwing stools at people, all that. So, what we love about Love & Hip Hop she has brought to the Hollywood franchise. Monice already didn't mind. And so she has completely like just the way she handled Ray J when he tried to address Monice about almost throwing a chair at his pregnant wife, which is worthy of being addressed. But you also have to consider the fact that his pregnant wife literally showed up to the party to fight and confront Monice. So Monice like was about to react and she caught herself. You know, is Monice still working on her album? Uh Uh-huh. I like you know what it's I the really, She by Sheree of albums, and I love Moniz. <laughs> I really like Moniz, and I love the fact that she is who she is on the show. But I hate watching the stuff that happens outside the show, like when she's crying on live because yeah. people are attacking her. Because that's a very real thing. Like you know, you know that you're the villain on the show, so sometimes you don't mind playing that shit up because you know they're gonna do that to you anyway. But then it's like people will be coming at you about some shit that's not really even that true or, you know, they only know a little bit about and they just, like, keep prodding you with that. And I think that that's bullshit. And see, in the sake of, in the case of Monice, rather, I feel like she got a bad rap from day one. And I feel like she got, an, an a, you know, an unfair deal from day one. Monice's problem, Monice's position, I should say, has always been retali- retaliatory. Yes. She's always been defending herself. To me, she's just a person who doesn't know any limits when it comes time to defend herself with someone. And I right. understand that. Right. <laughs> Be it right or wrong, I get it. So, like, when somebody's done you wrong like that or whatever, it's on. Because she'll be you know like, don't saying? call me a bitch. And they'll just give her two, three more bitches. And, and she key, kindly takes her shit off and is like, I told you. Low not key, to, so Monice didn't bother nobody. They started fucking with her first. They yep. gave her such a hard time about her her parenting and her relationship with her son because Fizz was the, was the primary um you know, yeah, custodial it. parent or yeah. whatever. And so they were they were cruel to her about it. Kind of reminds me of how they used to try to do Dre about her son and stuff on basketball right, wise. Same thing except Monique, you know, she's with it. No cap. So, you know, <laughs> it's just been interesting to see that. Brick Valentine, I'm over. She's useless. She's useless. She's pretty. That's literally she's she's a pretty girl. But she's being very, very Girl, thirsty fight. on the show. Yeah, I don't like. I don't hate that Bridget Kelly about so her far. Boobs, actually, and I like apparently the... <laughs> she's getting a reduction <laughs> on the show. So Girl Fight must have been about them triple D's she was holding oh, on to. <laughs> I don't hate Bridget boy. Kelly so far, and I was very nostalgic. Oh, Bridget's on it this season. Yes, and they showed her performing. She opened for K. Michelle, and they showed her performing Special Delivery. So that was a good little throwback. Thanks. Shout out to Bridget. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Bridget Kelly. Um. So, Love & Hip Hop Hollywood has been good. Basketball Wives, really quickly. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, last thing, because I just want to know what you're going to say about her. Uh, Apple. Apple Watts. Apple is cool. What? I like the fact that this this week she um, held, she Apple stood her Watts. ground. Apple Watts. <laughs> she was clear to that new guy who gets on ooh, my nerves. Ooh. This 
long story short, this guy tried Rock to coach star. her from A1. He's you know a terrible person. Is? He's being awful on this show, and uh-uh. there's no need Nobody. for him. So, and she really, she was clear about that, and it was great to watch. And it made yes. me look at her as more than just someone who looked like they could have been one of Walona's friends on Good Times. Wow. She literally looks like an extra from Good Times. Like she's in the, you know, that picture, <laughs> that beautiful, you know, that beautiful picture at the what end of Good Times when the you? credits roll. You know that artwork? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Apple Watch literally looks like she's in that picture that they show at the end of Good Times when the credits roll. Am I lying? No, Or is she keeping her head above water and making her way when she can? Temporary layoffs. Apple. Okay. So, in other words, in other news, rather... Basketball Wives yes. has been great. Jennifer is getting what she deserves. <laughs> what I'm so glad that Malaysia has turned the tables and is now addressing that. Kristen gets on my nerves. She's looking for relevancy. I really had faith Royce. in her. I thought that she was good. Oh At least God, Royce had Royce. a backbone. She's new Royce. At least Royce had a backbone. True. To this day, Royce don't fuck with Evelyn or none of them. And although I disagree with her on it, I respect the fact that she's been consistent and because like, you see, Tammy you know, went back for the the check and the bullshit, and then she crying a couple episodes ago talking about these women always judge me. It's like, but you keep coming back for more, like right? But Tammy, <laughs> anyway, don't even get me started because Tammy was on there looking like a limo driver in that pantsuit talking what about um, at Jackie's on? at Jackie's event. And Tammy did what pisses me off about her when she, you know, she looked like she had a chauffeur's license in that black pantsuit. I thought about but what the woman pissed, in New Orleans. Yeah, thank you. But what pissed me, you that remember? took us in the van. You remember that took us to the Superdome. Remember the driver when we left the hotel in New Orleans and went to the Superdome the night Janet and them performed? Remember no. how we got there? No. We all we got were in that to van, a van, remember? The it was a woman driver. with her little Bluetooth earpiece. And we were like, are you going to go this way Cause, so we can avoid the traffic? And she was like, mm-mm. She's like, are oh, y'all we sure I was with y'all? You yes. were in, you came with yes, us. Because you remember you came in with us. Well, we had the credentials and we were in the super lounge and all that. Oh, you remember yes. the driver? Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I was like, I was not with y'all. <laughs> you were right there. So oh, I say shit. that to say, Tammy did what I feel like she always does. Jennifer was being her <laughs> typical self. And a part of me, this time I understood it. <laughs> exactly. Well, she was like, mm-mm. <laughs> Because honestly, we got a time schedule and, and we got the rules and the rules mapped the out. Rule, Ooh, we got, I can't deviate from the now rules. Now I remember. <laughs> we was like, okay, well, she just packed us up like a lunch. I guess we going that way then. Okay. <laughs> uh, that way. Okay. But anyway, Tammy, real quickly, Tammy, um, when the argument got to a certain point, she reverted right into that bully intimidation shit. And she told, which I understood this time though, because she told Jennifer as she was making her exit, she's like, and one more thing. I'm not going to be one more bitch from you tonight. I'm not going to be one more bitch. Now, Jennifer, who at this point, after being on reality TV for so many years, she should have been confident and strong enough to go in and be like, bitch, like anybody else would have done. No, she, what she, did she remember say? when old girl jumped up on the table. And what did she it? say? She says, Tammy, you didn't call me a lot of bitches tonight. That's how she always does. Instead <laughs> of, she says something so that she's not silent. But it's never a direct, you know, rebuttal. It's never a direct attack on what the person has said. It's just something for the sake of saying something, which is weak. And she literally and had smell just went, it bitch, like I mean, you brought it to me. Right. Tammy she smelled it like a dog. Me. She was on the scent. You know what I mean? And, and that's how they know they can whoop her ass and do things like throw tables at her, like Malaysia is about to do next soon when they're in Amsterdam. Yes. And I honestly Patiently can't waiting. wait to see. 
I love Malaysia. Malaysia and Tammy don't get along? No, they get along. Oh. Enough. She's not fucking with Jen, though. Nobody's fucking with Nobody's fucking with, except New Royce. What I like about Malaysia is while she gets along with those, with Evelyn and Tammy and them, it's a very even, you know, engagement. It's not her sucking up or trying to kiss their ass. Right. It's a mutual respect. They all get along. I remember Malaysia had a blonde, like, blunt cut bob. Mm -hmm. I don't know what season that was, but I love that look. Oh, I love that look. It's like my favorite. Like, if I would dye my hair, which I wouldn't because it's just too much maintenance mm-hmm. I would totally have that you should just go through Malaysia's lookbook she stay with a look I love that oh, anyway. don't make us call Tokyo <laughs> okay we get you Give a blonde a bob lace front. Yeah. but that was good um, power didn't do nothing but piss me off again <gasps> this week I just where do I begin what was funny to me was the Tasha you know just letting them know over and over again that she does not care if Ghost Angela right. mess around. Right. Because like, I don't care. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I promise you we didn't do anything. I don't care. I promise you. I, I don't, don't care. care. <laughs> um, what else? Her using the the um, the lawyer who really irritates me in their whole engagement with her <laughs> because he loves me. That's why. Because he, love he loves me. That's why. Yeah. Ooh. Um, then Ghost and Angela going back and forth. Will they do it? Won't they do it? Will they do it? Won't they do it? All of that is getting on my I just nerves. Don't get. They have Turn no it chemistry. On but obviously, it's just right. That, that, <laughs> that part had me, me out. Right, Tyreek up at that boarding school making more bad decisions. Uh, and I, when they went to beat up the white dude. What a fucking idiot. But you saw a little bit of sociopathic traits in the end when uh, Kanan was like, grab the money. Mm-hmm, and Tyree mm-hmm. grabs it and kind of just like flips, flicks it in the air and mm-hmm. just walks out. I was like, that's cold. After he told him he was proud of him for popping Ray Ray, that woke up a new beast. A new idiot beast. You literally saw it. It was like, oh shit, he's about to be like, psychopath oh. number two over here. I really hope Power does us justice and... There's nothing more I would love to see. I know, I know, I know. But I just feel like the chances that they take and everything else, why not go ahead and take this chance? I would love to see Ghost literally get fed up. And then we have a scene of where he sits Tariq down in the house, just him and Tariq. And he's like, little nigga, I am sick of your shit. And he takes his belt off. And starts whipping Tyreek's <laughs> ass. I, that's, I you know feel like power can pull happen? that off. There's going to be, this is my prediction, mm-hmm. there's going to be a showdown mm-hmm. where Ghost is going to put is gonna be put in a position where he might have to kill Tariq. I'm with it. Pull I, the I, trigger. I, I, and, and here's Let's the thing. Don't you see Let's that play happening? target practice <laughs> on Tariq. Here's the thing. I, I totally see that I happening. I want that to happen. I dream because about it Tariq's going to do something that's going to be so bad that he's going to have to consider killing him. Or Tariq is going to get himself so deep in this game that him and Ghost are going to end up coming to Opponents. meet each other. And Ghost isn't even going to know that that's Tariq oh, on the other end. And I don't think Tariq will either. Oh, my God. And that's what right. we, we might get that moment that where they, I like, see Remember, Kanan killed his own son. And he still don't fuck with Ghost Heavy. And he don't give a so shit about nothing. So there is going to come a point where Kanan is going to... And, you know, he already just tried to kill Tariq's dumbass who still is fucking with him for whatever reason. That whole jukebox chronicle. But I feel like Kanan is going to try to put him back in that position. Or there's going to come another time. And then Kanan's like, I don't really give a fuck about this little nigga. No way. And make Ghost have to decide. And Ghost, I feel like he might be like, 
That's you know I ain't fucking with my son like that, but he's still gonna do the right thing because you know he always comes through. Damn that. juice box. And let me say, totally see that scene though of him killing them by accident. Mm-hmm. Oh, Can't I you see it too? And then yes. he goes to pull it's off the son. mask. It's yes, Tariq. To I can the, totally see the father because we were wanted too bad, and they already had to deal with Raina dying and going on to right. live happily in heaven. Can't lose both. <laughs> you know what else I see? Another prediction. I don't think that was the end of Kendrick Lamar's character. No, nah, he coming back. I think that that was a Kaiser Soze type role where he was kind of playing this, you know, crackhead that, you know, the conversation he was having with Kanan it just made him seem like he was kind of out there. I think that was all an act. Mm-hmm. And I think that gun that Kanan gave him, that's going to come back around. I agree, too, because why else would, a gun ain't just going to float them. away. Yeah. Right. Watch. He hits That's Tyree. some Kaiser Soze shit. He's probably some kingpin ass dude and just played that role. It's gonna come back Hopefully with a whole different hairstyle. I'm interested. Hopefully, Dre and Tariq kill each other. Here's <laughs> what I'm interested in seeing. I'm interested in seeing how he Ghost plans on taking care of Dre while se- sending Dre out to take care of um, Tommy's father. Because I was, because you know, Tommy's father does need to be taken out. So I was trying to figure out, like, by him partnering up with Dre, like, what that truly meant. Because maybe he know he's going to set Dre him. up because Teresi is an OG. And so I'm he, if anything, Teresi. maybe that's the way that he'll have Dre killed. But you, and you can still tell, though, that he don't care for Teresi, though. Like, the whole, hell no. The whole thing when he was, like, looking and then Teresi came back with a solution out of nowhere. Ghost is hooked to all that. Like, he but sees all that. That's game. what I love about power, and that's what I love about Ghost and Tommy's relationship because they're always watching each other's back, even when they're mad at each other and even when they're not looking. Loyalty. So, Ghost will see Loyalty. that Teresi ain't shit. He's been skeptical from the from inception exactly. with Teresi's character. Yep. So, Ghost I is going to catch all that. He's going to call the dice before they stop rolling, and he's going to get Teresi. And that's probably why him and Tommy I are going to fall so. out. That's oh, what, no. Hopefully, Tommy. I love them together. I hope the murder happens. Ooh, this is so cool. And then Kanan is going right, to still got gonna, Dre in there, too. So it's like, I hope is the he going to be with Dre and then after, murder Teresi and then they get back together? Kinda? I hope Tommy gets mad at Teresi first and then Ghost murders Teresi or has Teresi murdered or whatever happens after it's clear to Tommy that Teresi is dangerous. Because what I don't want is Tommy to be wide-eyed and hopeful like he is now and Ghost kills him and then Tommy feels like Ghost took his father away and it becomes a war that I don't want to see. I don't want them fighting. You know the, uh, what do they call it? In Manos Jimenez? Mm -hmm. The guy Mm -hmm. that's like the party dude, Mm -hmm. do you know he came into my nail spot the other day? Are you serious, friend? (laughs) And for two seconds, my brain had to remember that (laughs) he's an actor, you know? Because for two seconds, I was like, oh, shit, it's Lobos. Right. Oh, it's going down in here. (laughs) I got shook. Like, oh, my God. It's the cartel. Okay, it's hitting it with two pink nails and the rest of them natural. I'm off this bitch. Oh, my God. And then I was like, wait, no, this is a role. He's just a regular ass dude. (laughs) People in the salon clocking them, friend? No. Nobody mm-hmm. noticed. It was just me. And I wanted to say something, but I was like, he clearly was coming to get yeah, like a yeah. foot rub. So I was like, let me not even bother. His... I just want to be like, I love you. Okay. Don't shoot me. Right? Don't oh. put a card, the little card. Right. The deck. Can be like, yeah. <laughs> I, I got to shout out Tasha. You know, every week she does something that makes me love her even more. I just like that she went to toe-to-toe with uh, Blanca. Who, oh, yeah. Oh, Tasha, baby, please. And when she came in there, I like the fact that Tasha be holding her composure. Because at any time, she really could just say, oh, fuck this, and sell whomever down the road. 
But she decided but that she's going to play. But you saw she low-key played into it a little. Because for oh, a yeah, second, still, you saw her face changing. She like, always she do was that. Like, <gasps> she always and does she that. Like, break. No. Yeah, she always does that. And then she always remembers, like, her kids or family or something. Like, she always remembers. I feel like it's Ghost and Street Tommy. Code is, that like, they embedded in her. Always doing some bullshit. Mm-hmm. She a real ride or die. Ghost said that. He was like, she ain't, Tasha ain't going to break. She ain't going, you know what I'm saying? She's not. Even when they didn't. played her and, and it made sense to play. <laughs> she, right. She was like, no. I, I know hope Angela has to go to jail. I hope she do too. And I hope oh Blanca, I hope, I hope it is Blanca that gets to do it. Because, you know, the black folks, I could tell my brother was not happy when Blanca walked into that room. Like, oh, here we go with this shit again. This ain't <laughs> even my fucking fault. Right. So power was good. Um, the Real Housewives of Potomac was okay. You know, finale. I'm looking forward to the to the reunion. The season finale was kind of lackluster, but it was enjoyable to watch Ray Huger cuss Michael Darby out because it was the two old guys fighting, and that was good. <laughs> Ray was like, what the hell are you talking about, sauce. Michael? You were just at my house. Get the hell out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> like, he cussed him out, and he deserved being the cussed out, so it was so enjoyable to watch. I wish <laughs> Nene was there to call him a bitch. Me too. See, because what you need to do is start a women's business. That's what she should have told Acting him. Acting like a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's and you, it. And you started watching Love Is, so we'll be oh, able to talk yeah. next week. I'm on episode three, so hopefully we'll be able to talk about it next week. Yay. Um, I have lots and lots of comments oh, already. Oh, so do I. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so do I. So can't wait for that. Yay. More soon coming. This was good. Great. That's it. Now moving on to good. asking for a friend. Don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. I have an update from the person who was trying to figure out if he should leave this woman, the house, the car, whatever, how to break away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that last week? Well, it was. It, it was sent today and it says last week, so I was hoping it was last week. Mm-hmm. I was hoping they ain't played me because I ain't know. Um, but yes, they thanked us for the advice and said, I actually left her the apartment and the car. Wow. Um, I got cussed out anyway before I could bring it up because the email I sent was from her sister's personal account who let me borrow her laptop a week ago. But hey, at least she is out of my life, right? So whenever they wrote us that email, they did that shit from the damn his, the sister of the person who's trying to leave his laptop. And so they seen that shit and they got mad at his ass. But he already broke away. So That sounds You was tricky. nice and shit <laughs> and you just wanted to, you know, leave her all that shit. I guess that's within your power. So as long as you're gone and it's good, then it's good. Outside of that, I'm going to move on to this week's letter. Uh, the subject is Don't Judge My Degree. Hey, love bugs. Recently, I completed my MBA from the University of Phoenix. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. This was one of several moments in my life in which I felt a sense of accomplishment. Quick backdrop, I left high school in the 12th grade because of teen pregnancy, worked like a slave not to be on world- welfare. Three kids, one divorce, and 10 years later, I went on to get my GED. That was followed by my associates, then my bachelor's degree. Seven years later, I once again challenged myself and enrolled in the University of Phoenix for my MBA. Living in a new state and single parenting, I managed to finish with a 3.5 GPA. Come here, here. 3.5 is an eighth. Okay. <laughs> I need me a 3.5. I thought you would uh, say it's excellent. He talked about his I did. That's excellent. exactly what I just said. <laughs> um, here comes the bullshit. When people find out I graduated from University of Phoenix, they automatically give this look of, oh, there. The worst part is my brown folks who say slick shit like, isn't that an online school? People underestimate the education at University of Phoenix. They have instructors that have PhDs in very prominent careers. 
you it's accredited and caters to the working professional. So my question is, why do people judge where degrees come from and your thoughts on traditional universities and more modernized ones? Thanks. First of all, you are a single mom with three kids and an ex-husband. University of Phoenix was perfect for you in order to accomplish a goal like that of getting an MBA. That's why those kind of programs exist. A degree is a degree. There's nothing shameful about that or where it came from. And those very people who didn't get it from the University of Phoenix like you did may have some sort of envy or whatever because your path may have been a little different than theirs. You don't owe anybody any explanation. You don't owe any, you don't even have to say what the instructors are like, where they come from, none of that. You got your paper on the wall or wherever you decided to keep your degree and that is it. You don't, it's not up for debate or consideration or measure by someone else. That's your degree. And yes, you're going to catch people making a little shady comment here and there or whatever, but that just lets you know who to cut out your life up front. Amen. So. And when you, and remind me, because I haven't gone on a job interview in a minute, do mm-hmm. they even ask you? What school you went? They just need to know you have the degree. Right. right? And usually that's on your resume anyway. So they already know when you get considered. So. Because I don't even remember writing my school on my resume. And it's so common as well for people to go to an online school like that. That's not. And that's the future. Like, I remember thinking uh, church online was weird. I remember the first time someone told me. There's so many other things available online. Like, watch, I mean, <laughs> someone told me they had they were going you can to church. The Lord anytime, anywhere. I remember the first time someone said they were going to church, and then later, I, like we Facetimed and they were home. I was like, "How are you home already?" And she's like, "What well, was the Baptist online?" Girl. Right. I was like, "That's so weird," but I also understand that's the weight of the world now, and right. I'm sure. Uh, schools are probably going to be offering the online option in right. the future where yes. you can either be on campus or for like uh, a discount of some sort because you don't have to pay room and board or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it's going to be an option. Out To me, as soon as you said uh, Phoenix, what is it? University of Phoenix. University of Phoenix. I knew it was the online school, but mm-hmm. I'm like, a degree is a degree. And, and I'm I, sure honestly, it don't make it easier because you did it online right. so honestly i think it would probably be harder thank you to yep. be disciplined to get and up from like your that. bed yeah. and know that like you have to take a test or attend a course or swap notes like that's probably way harder yeah way harder so who that, cares I, yeah honestly i feel like there are different types of school and schooling for different people like even if you want went to a big university if you go and you're not utilizing whatever the networks are or the extracurriculars and stuff like that you wasted a whole bunch of money anyway so by you going to an online school it doesn't take away from the fact that you got a great education you did the hard work to put to put finished. in yeah you did the hard work to really put in the foundation of where you want to go and what you want to do these people just looking at where it came from they probably don't even they can't even look at any of the insights to what you're trying to do anyway and really say oh yeah you know you did good here but if you would have gone to this college it would have been better like can't nobody do that shit if they look and they're like oh isn't that an online school be like, yeah it is an online school and i logged on every motherfucking day and i now i can log my ass off so what time is it it's- or be like yes it is an online school one that you clearly didn't attend since you asked me such a stupid question <laughs> that's what you tell and a lot of these like elitists oh because they exist yeah. um, like what school you went to and the funny thing is a lot of them are in so much debt. So much debt. Because they chose the school that would give them bragging rights over, like, can I afford this? You know what I mean? Like, how much is the scholarship? Or is this even what I want to do? You know how many people I know that went to Ivy League just because it was a good look? They didn't even, like, 
check to see if the school had what they were interested in. Now they're like 200K in debt. And then some of the people are scared to have kids. regular ass jobs. They can't even have kids because they can't afford it. Yeah, and a degree to Ivy League doesn't guarantee a job in this market. It's just not the way that it works. And so... Listen, a degree is a degree. To For me. real. Period. You and honestly, be happy you made because it. it is an online school, the network there might be comp- like completely different and like more viable for you. It's an online school where tons of people in any part of the world go. So depending on what you're doing for your business, you like that's a big connection anyway. There are people that are going to overlook your shit. But as long as you're paying attention to what you're doing, you can see all of the potential and the things you can do. Don't let nobody hold you back. And I'm going to tell you something else, too. Everybody I know that's an elitist is getting cheated on. Oh my God! Everybody, they, all, think about it. The most, the most people that get cheated on are elitists. They always have a cheating husband or wife, <laughs> always. So ain't nobody got time because well, they worried about the Joneses. Worry about they the ain't wrong looking thing. at home. Worried about yes. the Joneses instead of Jones in. <laughs> so that's what the difference. And is. shout out to those of y'all that watched. There's something about the Johnsons. <laughs> Take a moment of silence because I specifically told y'all asses not to watch, and y'all tweet me talking about I watched, and I'm like, they "Why? Like, talk- what the fuck is this?" <laughs> talking about Asante, what do you have me watch? I was like, "I didn't. Eat. I specifically told you not to." Every time I saw the tweet, I like died inside because I just imagine when they got to the part where they realize what's happening, they're just like, "What?" Now, what I it's will tell you to watch: cup, two girls, one cup. <laughs> and, and, and and to that, what don't I will Google tell you to watch: either. please don't. I'll watch Zoe's reaction videos if you're going to watch any of this trash because his reaction video to this uh, that, oh I saw that too because somebody was like I watched this and it was hilarious and I was like alright this is funny but the whole thing was not funny like so just yeah that's all I got for you but that's it over here don't forget to email us again at thefriendzoneatloudspeakersnetwork.com and the black business of the week sir yes. Dustin all right, so yes, the Black Business this week, I'm so proud to announce. Um, this is actually my cousin, so Aww. don't fuck with her. Yes. Um, but yes, my cousin Chanel Taylor, she's been a licensed massage. Mas- mas- <laughs> she's <laughs> been a licensed. All right, okay. Can't That's the massage therapy is by the girl who was used to be in 3LW. <laughs> I'm getting really tired of your broken promises. Oh, no. Here's my mathotic therapy. Me anyway. Babe, but that will laugh you in the eighth, in eighth Okay, grade. so you ain't Biggie Baby Boy. So no anyway. one more chance. <laughs> So, my cousin Chanel Taylor has been a licensed massage therapist for about 10 years now in Las Vegas. Worked at all the best spas you can name um, on the strip, off the strip, everything. All the great hotels. She's really, really talented, and I'm so proud of her because she started her own company of licensed massage therapists that travel and take clients. Really, really dope um, work. And so, you can follow her new company. It's called Massage Dials. Um, LV you can follow that handle on Instagram and find all the information you need about their business if you need a serious reputable um, you know licensed and 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 appropriate (laughs) massage (laughs) none of you freaks no happy ending right yeah this ain't that type of party Uh, you know that's on the other side of town where the doors don't have signs it's just a colored <laughs> light bulb but anyway her stuff is she, clean she ain't gonna hold you no nah, baby she ain't gonna hold you or hold you up either cause she's from where I'm from no so try it if you want to but yes shout out to Chanel Taylor and Massage Dials we're so excited for her if you're in the Las Vegas area or if you're planning on visiting Vegas soon make sure you look them up it's nothing better than getting a relaxing massage in Vegas and then going to make a lot of money on the strip I so, love yeah. it Massage Dials LV at Instagram and tell Chanel Dustin and the friend zone sent you and that's our black business for the week and I do believe that that ties the shoe of this here episode that's right Mm -hmm. 
And that's it for this week's episode. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, I we still got to close the church you. up. Oh, yeah. Church uh, announcement. I, look, I, I thought you were skipping. I was like, yep, we closing. Uh, I ain't got no you church announcement, so go ahead. What you got for us, Dustin? I don't have any church announcements this week, but I will say that you can catch us on tour at thefriendzonelive.com. Yes. Yes. Look that up. New York City, we about to see you soon. Congratulations again, Kid Fury. I'm so proud of you. I love oh, you. Oh, my yes. God. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. Uh, speaking of HBO, don't forget to watch the the season premiere of, of Insecure, Insecure yes. on Sunday at 10.30 p.m. Yes. And then, of course, tune in to Insecure Tea with myself and Crystal next week. Shout out to Chris, our engineer, who did yeah. that episode as well. Um, Toronto, I will be seeing you this weekend. I love you. I'm so excited. Joshua Tree for next month is sold out. DR is practically sold out like i said arizona and london will be on the site next week as well so keep a head up for the head out rather for that on (laughs) activationtour.com and that's it that's what's up and with that being said and most importantly understood i ain't even gonna hold you (laughs) stay black and protect your magic bye 